This episode of the RJP Rewind watching Flavor of Love is sponsored by our friends over at Noon Energy. What would you do if you had more energy? For me, just think of all the shows that I could be watching. I could probably uh, bang out the first season of Flavor of Love like nothing. I mean, I think that that's what it would take to be able to keep up with Flavor Flav. You can unlock your potential with Noon Energy, a refreshing new alternative to the average energy drink. Noon Energy is the future of energy drinks. It's a carefully formulated blend of invigorating ingredients to jumpstart your day. What makes Noon Energy different from every other energy drink out there? It's all about the details. It's made with only 2 grams of sugar and 4 grams of carbs and it's got clean ingredients that are non-GMO, vegan, and gluten-free. It's got caffeine from organic green tea and not from a laboratory and optimized caffeine levels so you feel energized and not jittery. High-potency B vitamins for a boost. How about some organic ginseng, which may also improve your focus. Plus, it's packed with electrolytes to keep you hydrated while you do your thing. Just drop in a fizzy tablet to turn your water into a quick pick-me-up. I really love the noon energy drinks that I've been having because I also uh, get headaches in the day. And I think that part of that comes from not having enough electrolytes. And so it helps me keep going through all of the podcasts. Great for workouts, work days, and everything in between. Packed, inconvenient, easy to grab tubes so you can take it with you on any adventure. Available in four delicious flavors like watermelon burst, berry blast, tropical punch, and ginger lime zing. You can use this list to discover what Noon Energy can do for you. Visit noon.life slash Rob. That's N-U-U-N dot life slash Rob. And use promo code Rob for 20% off your first order. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sesternino, you know what time it is. Time for this week's edition of the RHAP Rewind. And uh, we got a good one for you. Talking about uh, two episodes of uh, Flavor of Love from Season 1. We're going to talk about Episodes 3 and 4. Let me uh, welcome back my partner in crime here on the RHAP Rewind, Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, I'm good. I'm in good spirits today, as usual. Yes. Um, yes, especially because we're talking about one of the most iconic reality TV shows of all time. And I mean that with all certainty. Um, this show has paved the way for so many other shows like it and kind of changed the game of reality TV, especially for VH1. And so, yep, I can't be in a better mood. I'm here and I'm ready to talk about it. Okay, uh, let's welcome in our guest. Uh, we got a good one for you here today. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is uh, perhaps the world's foremost authority on the uh, VH1 reality genre. You can hear her on shows like the uh, the RHAP B&B and uh, the uh, Masked Singer Rehap Up and the recap of the uh rupaul's uh, drag race uh rehab up here is the great dr liana boris thank you i'm so excited to be here because i don't get me wrong i love big brother i love survivor but 
the of love reality TV shows, like that was the reality TV that I grew up on. I didn't watch Big Brother when it, you know, it first came out. This is this mess is what I watched. And it was so formative to me. And I still like when I rewatch them, I notice things. I'm like, oh, that's why my sense of humor is the way it is, perhaps. <laughs> this is why I wanted those chunky acrylic nails so bad. Like I'm inspired by these shows, and I'm really happy that you took the time to watch some of these episodes and that we can talk about them together. Okay. Liana, can you tell us your origin story of like, what was it that you saw that made you so uh, invested in uh, the VH1 reality universe? Yeah, I I thought about this um, because I, so I didn't really watch a whole lot of television when I was growing up, but when I got to like, you know, 14, 15, I was home without my parents and I would watch VH1 and it was so fascinating to me because I'd never seen anything like it before and especially the, so, you know, I would say that the Flavor of Love TV show was it's really started like a long line of of love shows. But before that, there was the surreal life, which led to strange love, which then led to this. And so I started watching strange love a little bit. But then when I got to flavor of love, I think it was all the women that were that made up the cast that really just captivated me. Like I would say flavor Flav is my least favorite part mm-hmm. uh, of these episodes. It really is each of these different characters we get to meet and the drama and just the messiness and the editing and the way it puts it all together. It's like, we all know we're making garbage, but it's our garbage and we love this garbage. And I think that's really what captivated me about the whole thing. All right. Can't wait to talk about this. Uh, Season one, episodes three and four. They're on Hulu. If you want to stop down and uh, watch them before you listen to uh, this discussion. Liana, by any chance, did you watch Blind Date? Um, yes. So I had seen like some episodes of Blind Date. So like Blind Date, um, and then like the MTV sort of like half hour reality shows yeah. I would put like dating shows I would kind of put in the same category. I'd watch those here or there. Um, they weren't as episodic. So which is why I like this one more. But yeah. Yeah. Well, we had a lot of fun uh, last week on the RJP Rewind, uh, talking with, uh, Jess Sterling and Sarah Ferguson about, uh, Blind Date. Chappelle, people seem like, uh, they uh, really enjoyed uh, going back to Blind Date. Did you make contact with Roger Lodge? I did tweet at him mm-hmm. and he did not respond, but I am persistent. And mm-hmm. so we will see what happens uh, moving forward. Yeah. Uh, but yes, it was, it was exciting to talk about it. Be- and it was exciting to get some feedback from it because you have to know, I was watching the show when I was like, what, 12? And I wasn't going to school and telling people like, hey, guess what I saw on Blind Date this week, mm-hmm. right? So this was the first time I even found out other people watched the show. Like I thought I was like the one person keeping them in business. So to hear people saying like, I think it was Lindsay Wilson said, I used to watch this. Show. I was like, Lindsay, wow. you? right. Like these are my people who knew. Who and knew? so, yeah, yeah, it was definitely one of those shows that I'm glad we got to revisit uh, and like flavor of love. And like Liana said, kind of shaped my sense of humor. Yeah. What's your origin story with flavor of love Chappelle? Uh, as you know, I was watching all this trash back then. And I was uh, watching The Surreal Life for sure. Like, yeah. I remember watching that vividly. I remember watching like My Fred Brady. That was like a spinoff of that. Uh, and then I remember watching Strange Love. And, you know, I know Flavor Flav. I grew up listening to mm-hmm. Public Enemy a little bit. And so when I found out I was having a show, I was like, okay, cool. The, what I was not expecting is for this to be a phenomenon. Because, like I said, up to that point, I was watching these shows and going to school and not talking to anybody about them. Like, it wasn't like, oh, guys, did y'all see The Surreal Life this week? I had, like, one friend who would talk to me about Big Brother. Um, The same friend would talk to me about The Surreal Life and all the goofy, like, celebrity uh, reality shows. But nobody was talking about 
flavor of love until they were. Mm-hmm. And when they were, it was wild. Every day was like water cooler talk. You come to school and people like before you even hit the door. Good. Like, did you see Heidi this weekend? Oh, my God. Did you see Goldie? This New York girl is crazy. Like it was all the rage. And I was like, about time. Like you guys, welcome to my world. This is where I exist. So I'm happy to find out Liana was in that world, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I remember I remember um, like recording it on VHS to pass it around to friends who might miss a certain episode. So I had mm-hmm. just and it was taped over other stuff. So it's like taped over. I love the 80s. And it mm-hmm. was like it was just a beautiful time. Very nostalgic for me. And definitely it was the one that I think, yeah, got more people talking and obviously sparked like this whole series of shows. Yeah, so just to give the the background here, because this is like a very convoluted origin story of how we got to Flavor of Love. So there, for our, any of our younger listeners who uh, might not know exactly uh, how this came about, there used to be a show called The Surreal Life. Uh, once upon a time, in 2003, they took a bunch of uh, celebrities, and uh, let's use the term loosely, uh, including, just to give the Survivor connection, the first season of The Surreal Life featured uh, Jerry Manthe as one of the uh, seven original house guests that basically was sort of like a like a, a big brother, but there was no game. It was just sort of like D-list celebrities, and they're going to live together in a house. Uh, MC Hammer was there. Uh, Vince <laughs> Neil was there. Uh, Brandy Roderick, Corey Feldman uh, was there in the first one. Uh, then they did a second one. And the second one was also popular, including uh, Chappelle's favorite, uh, Trichelle Canatella. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, uh, Ron Jeremy is there, uh, Vanilla Ice, uh, Tammy Faye, Messner, Eric Estrada. Um, season three comes along. And now I think the show, does the show move to VH1 for the third season? I want to say yes. I want to. I don't know. It might have moved to the second. I, with I remember Chip- watching. I think of the second season because yeah, I remember Trichelle. watching the second season. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Vanilla yeah. Ice, Ron Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And, and in the third season, that there was, uh, in addition to Dave Coulier and uh, Jordan Knight and Ryan Starr, uh, there is also Flavor Flav and. Former uh, wife of Sylvester Stallone, uh, Brigitte Nielsen. Former supermodel Brigitte Nielsen, Rob. Don't be disrespectful. Yes. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. uh, they ended up uh, striking up a romance there, which uh, then spawned a spinoff of The Surreal Life called Strange Love. Leon, did you watch Strange Love? Uh, like I said, Flavor Flav is my least favorite part of Flavor of Love, so I wasn't a huge fan. I preferred My Fair Brady. Yeah. Um, but did anybody I did, watch I, Strange I watch Love? It. I watched Strange Love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, enough people to then warrant giving Flavor Flav his own show. Yeah, it was like they just like ditched Brigitte Nielsen uh, after that. Yeah, well, she got married, so, mm-hmm. as we learned. Okay. Yeah. Flav? Flav and Brigitte had a like tumultuous relationship. Like when yeah. it was good, it was good. But when it was bad, it was bad. And they were borderline on violence sometimes. There was a lot of yelling, a lot of fighting. Um, but I think, yeah, Strange Love wasn't capturing any new viewers. It was literally, if you watch The Surreal Life, now you can watch these two people. So it wasn't going to bring in the ratings that Flavor of Love it, it ended up bringing in because no one could have foreseen Flavor of Love being such a phenomenon. No. Um, Liana, and Flavor of Love precedes rock of love do i have that correct mm-hmm. yep so flavor of love was first 
um, I think in 2006, and then Rock of Love was in 2007. Um, and then each of them kind of spawned off their own like set of shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a little bit of crossover between the two. So there was a reality competition show called I Love Money that pulled competitors from all of the different shows and brought them all together. Um, there was Charm School and Etiquette School for the women of these yes. uh, these shows. So um, those are sort of, yeah, like I would say Flavor of Love is the first one, then Rock, then it kind of like went from there. Not to go too far off the beaten path, uh, how did Brett Michaels get involved uh, with this? That I, I assume that he was on one of the surreal lives, but it, it does not appear to be the case. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I, if I had to guess, I would probably just say it was like, the so you had The Bachelor, right? Which was the original format of the Flavor of Love. You have Flavor of Love and... He, Flavor Flav coined himself like the Black Bachelor. And I think what it is is that they realize that uh, women of a certain age like to latch on to people of a certain level of fame. It doesn't necessarily have to be like the most eligible bachelor in the world. It just has to be somebody who we can get a lot of people really invested in trying to get with in a short amount of time. And I think that person uh, like almost like the white man's answer to Flavor Flav yeah. was mm-hmm. Brett Michaels. That was like the white rocker version of the show. So then it right. was like the white rocker trash version of right. So you know you mm-hmm. need your flavors. Interesting. Okay, <laughs> your flavors of love. Exactly. <laughs> I'm saying. Yes. Okay. Um, is Flavor of Love a pun? No, I don't <laughs> think so. So the I think the first episode of Strange Love was called the Flavor of Love. Okay. Um, yeah, and so I think they just kind of, you know, commandeered that and took it and ran with it because I don't think it's a pun. Liana, am I missing it? I don't know. What mm. is it a pun? <laughs> like, that? this is the flavor of love? Like, is that a thing? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Sound of love? <laughs> the flavor <laughs> of like, love? The touch of love? What? I don't know. The, yeah. the rock of love? Rock yes. Daisy of love? <laughs> yeah. The rock of love buzz? Real chance at love was the best one. That one, like, yeah. has the best title. But anyway. <clears throat> Okay. I love New York. Yeah, yeah I love New York as well. New York. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Some of them work, some of them don't. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, any other backstory we want to set up here about the Flavor of Love uh, franchise, uh, which debuts in January of 2006? Uh, as far as backstory goes, I don't know if there's like an extra like added part of it. But yeah, just what people who are unfamiliar with the show need to know is that it's like The Bachelor. So if you've seen The Bachelor, you've kind of got the premise of Flavor of Love. They bring in a large group of women who are looking for quote unquote love with Flavor Flav. And these women knew they were looking for love with Flavor Flav when he got there. They were not surprised by who it was. It was Flavor Flav. They came, they signed up for this, and he will whittle it down to the final one who he will then live happily ever after with, in theory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Liana, I think one of the things I like about Flavor of Love is uh, that they do away with the host, uh, where that it seems like that uh, you have The Bachelor. Do you need a host, too? Uh, it doesn't seem like the, the Bachelor franchise thinks so anymore. Uh, that it's just like, uh, just combine this into one one job. Yeah, you know, I'm not entirely sure what the budget was. I know they did rent the mansion, but if hiring mm-hmm. someone extraneous was just too much. Now, Flavor does have a bouncer, Big Rick. Yes. So, yes. you know, there is somebody there to help facilitate some of the goings on in the house. So I think that part is necessary, but a host? Yeah, probably not. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Liana's point was that, you know, Flavor Flav is such a small part of this show because you really don't need a host when you have these women that are like, carrying the show on the back like the the interaction between them is really what makes this show pop 
Flavor of Flav has very little to do with it, and our host wouldn't assist either. You just put New York, Pumpkin, Hottie all in a room and just mm-hmm. watch it happen, you know? Yeah. Well, and I think that's why shows like Charm School and uh, I Love Money succeeded because it was it became about the cast members. Like they figured out very quickly, like no one's there for Brett Michaels. No one's there for Flava Flav. You know, a little bit, maybe. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's exactly. It's all about the cast. So what was the end game for the women who applied to be on uh, these shows? Because I feel like that this is love. 2006. Of course, oh, love. yes, obviously yeah. love. Uh, but this is 2006, and so it's not like, oh, I'll be an influencer, because that doesn't really exist yet. Is it just that I need to be as outlandish as possible to be on more shows? Love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, don't, and also don't love. ruin and also this love. for me, yes. Rob. They're right. obviously yeah. there for love. Um, I don't know. I feel like... There was definitely because uh, some, you know, some of the women, spoiler alert, are on other reality TV shows or other dating shows or that type of of thing. And I feel like that was the precursor to being an influencer was just being on TV and being on all of these different shows and just sort of becoming, you know, quote unquote famous that way. So I don't know. There wasn't like a, this is my gig after that. Although some of them, it's like, oh, I want to be a singer. I want to be a a model. I want to get exposure this way. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably similar to Survivor or Big Brother casting where it's like, hey, you have like a modeling agency that you're a part of and your modeling agency says, hey, there's a gig in front of you. You go do the gig. And when you are in a part of those agencies, you don't really get to say no. Like you you say no and then people mm-hmm. stop calling you. So you say yes and you go on the show. And for some of these women, most of them in my mind were looking for love in my mind. But in reality, maybe not. But um, I think what Liana says is true. Uh, this led to normal people like gaining fame from television alone. Um, not like celebrities who already have a talent or a thing, but just people getting thrown in a situation and they're getting their, their 15 minutes of fame. You know, this same around the same time as Survivor and Big Brother, these people were blowing up. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, Rob, you might have some insight into that. But, you know, you say, hey, here's your moment, ham it up, and you could possibly be on another show or maybe we'll give your own show. I just don't think anybody could have foresaw it exploding the way it did. These people at the, at best probably wanted to get like a modeling contract or like some type of acting gig. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like even just look at the surreal life. We just talked about um, people who are on other reality TV shows like Jerry that were on. And then I know like Adrian Curry. Yeah, was on season four. That was on the you know, was spawned my fair Brady. So there's already some of this like reality TV hopping where you just go from show to show to show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's all happening uh, over on. It's like the VH1 is really starting to like uh, the cable uh, networks are really starting to uh, get into the reality TV game where yeah. it had just been like a network thing. And I think that that's a big part of what's going on where now cable shows are now trying to uh, compete. And then they have like this whole ecosystem where they can just spit out and turn around uh, these uh, shows with their own franchise of stars uh much faster than the networks can and it could be so much messier i feel like <laughs> exactly yeah this, this is this is scandalous tv liana was like watching this when her parents weren't at home you know like this is, oh yeah <laughs> this is not like oh like let's all get together and watch the bachelor it's like no 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 the bachelor can't do what we're doing on vh1 um and these shows not only are they interconnected and these uh, reality tv stars are bouncing from show to show 
But these shows and these people we're talking about have come up in the rewind. Like we talked about Trishel, who was in Battle of the Network reality stars. We talked about America's Next Top Model. First time winner was Adrian Curry. Like mm-hmm. it's not a coincidence that these people keep popping up because that was just the theme of of this this part of television. Yeah. Um. One of the things the show got really famous for is that Flavor Flav is going to give new names uh, to the women competing. Uh, do we think that that was part of the original creative or do you think that they just got there the first day and Flavor Flav just started uh, nicknaming people? I mean, I don't think he could remember their names. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that the nickname was a way for the, him to maybe actually learn their names throughout the process. Um, I'm not sure who pre- you know provided that creative directive. If Flav came up with it himself, or if the producers were like, mm, "You're never, you're gonna keep calling everyone the wrong name, or not know who anyone is." So mm-hmm. we're gonna help you out a bit. Yeah, Chappelle, that's yeah. the biggest thing I remember. And I was not watching this in the real time, but at the time, it, it was just like uh, the phenomenon is like, oh that on this show, Flavor Flav is just giving the women whatever names he wants. Yeah, a lot of these shows don't age very well like as far as television quality yeah this is good tv but a lot of the things you watch them say and do like most reality tv shows from back in that era you know you're kind of like huh that's not great like the fact that this man wants to find love with these women but does not bother to learn their birth names um but again he's a guy walking around going by flavor flav he doesn't go by his birth name so why should they Mm -hmm. Uh, so maybe there's a little symmetry there um but in the first episode when he goes to nickname these women, he says, I can't remember all your names, so I'm going to nickname you. And then he proceeds to put a name tag on them so where he can grope them, uh, he says, so mm-hmm. I can see how soft their breasts are and their butts for some of them. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, it served two or more purposes. Okay. So, Liana, we watched two episodes from uh, this first season. We jumped in in uh, episodes three and four. Is there a particular reason why uh, you wanted us to focus on this part of the season? Yeah, so I feel like the strength of these shows is the cast. The issue with episodes one and two is you start with 20 women, and then in these two episodes, you go down to 10 women. So you're cutting five per episode, and it's just this like whirlwind of chaos. It's very fun, but you don't really get to know a lot of the characters uh, in, in the way that we got to know Hottie, for example, yes. through these this two series uh, of episodes. And it also provides, I think, examples of all of the ch- challenges, I mm-hmm. suppose, the hijinks that they're set on, and the interactions between the cast members themselves with the classic Beyonce fight. Okay. <laughs> um, any other things that we want to set up before we look at these episodes uh, more specifically? Uh, I think we'd be remiss to not highlight the star of Flavor of Love and all that she has brought to reality television. Uh, I will preface this with saying that this is a problematic person and she's probably really horrible to deal with in real life, but there is not a more dynamic television character in 2006 than Tiffany Parler, a.k.a. New York, okay? So this is the birth of who will later go on to be on at least 10 reality TV shows and very much be the star of those. I'm talking about anything from Celebrity Big Brother to her own show, I Love New York, to I Love New York season two. You know, like, she she did it all. New York goes to work. New York, uh, I don't know, like, what? you know, she does it all. And so for me, although New York... I mean, I, again, as a person, not the greatest. I have a lot of problems with a lot of stuff that she says and does. But on this show, she is lightning in a bottle. They got it and they have to utilize her to their advantage because 
she is about to blow up in front of everybody's eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, big part of uh, this season and I guess uh, future seasons of Flavor of Love. Mm. That and uh, yeah, she was the first woman to have her own I you know I love show. So she had I love New York, which I felt as a woman was very empowering, and it was just great because she got to she got to put name names the men you know, and like I just I, it was really wonderful as as a young lady to see someone be able to go and do that because I was like yes, this is my dream, this is what I want as well. <laughs> um, but I'm happy that Chappelle did bring up her problematic statements because I think it's something that we can't overlook. And and it's but at the time, yes, it was something that I very much was struck by. OK. All right. Uh, Flavor of Love, uh, episode three. Uh, Leon, uh, how should we uh, approach this? Um. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of up to you. We can kind of go vignette by vignette because I do feel like there's a lot of these sort of different adventures that they go on throughout the episode. You mm-hmm. know, it's an hour, but so much happens within that hour. Yeah. Um, so I think I think that makes okay. uh, the most sense to me. So before they go to the first challenge in the third episode, there is a little bit of a snippet of a conversation about like what the uh, women might do uh, to win the, the competition. And uh, we, we have uh, Hadi who is saying mm-hmm. that she's willing to uh, stop at nothing, Chappelle, to win Flavor of Love. I, I mean, okay. So we talked about New York a little bit about how she ends up exploding and being this above, like larger than life personality, but we cannot overlook her supporting cast. And that starts with Hottie. Hottie is, if New York was slacking just a little bit, Hottie would have been New York because they had the same game plan. They were here. As far as anybody was concerned, they were here for Flav. They were here to win it all. And they were going to stop at nothing to do it. And Hottie is just a little bit more transparent than New York. I think New York does the thing. Kind of like you, Robin, in the Amazon, where you don't talk trash in front of people's faces, but you get in front of the profession. Yeah, you let them have it. Um, Heidi was a, letting a people have it. Hater. A hater. Yeah, a narrow hater, if you will. <laughs> um, Cochraneth sometimes, you know, where, you know, smile at these people's face. But in the confessional, I have to tell you that some people are, you know, bland like vanilla or, mm-hmm. you know, something of that nature. And Heidi uh, did not bite her tongue at all. So, yeah, in this moment, she's just saying, hey. I'm not saying I would, you know, destroy your clothes or hide them. But if it came up, it would be a possibility. You know, I wouldn't take it off the table. Mm -hmm. Very much like I didn't call you the B word, but I'm saying you're acting like a B word. Like, I'm not saying I would do it, but like, you know, I would do the things similar to that (laughs) in order to win. Yeah, very much that energy. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, the first task we're going to see is uh, comes by way of Flavogram, and I have to say, Chappelle, I do like this more than Tyra Mail. I personally, I prefer Tyra Mail. Honestly, mm-hmm. uh, Tyra Mail is a, a big de- deal. Where Flavogram just kind of seems like Big Rick could have just told them, mm-hmm. you know, he could have just, <laughs> as opposed to like holding out the envelope for them to read on their own and just standing there like a henchman. Um, but yeah, so I prefer Tyra Mail, but as you can see, this male thing, does Survivor get credit for all of this, right? Like, this is definitely like all based on tree mail, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at least uh, Flavogram, I feel like at least was its own sort of thing. Yeah. It's got a better name, I think. Mm-hmm. Flavogram. I yeah, like that. I like mm-hmm. it. Um, so, all right. The task is uh, picks five women. They're going to go on a date and go meet some of Flav's old friends and instantly the wheels are turning is it going to be chuck d is is it going to be uh all sorts of 
different personalities. Uh, even is it going to be Bill Clinton, Liana? Yeah, um, you know, interesting. That was a potential option on the table for is some Bill of these Clinton women. Is Bill Clinton associate but... of Flavor Flav? You know, I mean... I'm not <laughs> as familiar with their mm-hmm. interactions. They have similar interests. I, yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah. <laughs> so I have nothing to say to that. <laughs> go meet uh, some of his old friends, and there's a lot of bait and switch from what I've noticed on uh, the flavor of Loveliana. Yeah, I think especially that first episode that we watched, mm-hmm. there was a lot of it. It's like I don't remember this. I I'm sure I fell for all of it when I was watching it the first time. Like what? Mm-hmm. Oh no! Yeah. And Chappelle, the women go in the limo with Flav and they go to uh, visit a nursing home. Yeah. So Flav is, first of all, he's loving this bait and switch, right? Like yeah. this, every time he says old friends, he's like, wink, wink, mm-hmm. smile, grin. Like, he's like, oh, my friends are old and they have old interests. And I hope my old friends, but like he's, he's really leaning into it. Um, and so when they pull up at the senior citizen home, um, the girls are shocked because they dressed like they were going to meet. I don't even, I guess they dressed like they were going to meet Bill Clinton (laughs) 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 or some other person who would appreciate their outfits. Yeah. Actually, I was very impressed with our senior citizens at the facility because, uh, none of them, uh, like made any inappropriate comments. So, uh, good on them. Or those just got edited out. I'm not sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, not one guy needed to be slapped by uh, any of the women there. So that was like, uh, re- I was very impressed. <laughs> I think during the line dancing, there was one butt slap, but I think that the old guy got away with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, go help out the older people. And Boy, Chappelle, uh, they really uh, were asked to do some things. There was a lot of uh, rub my feet. There yeah. was... Let's, no, let's pause on that lady. Okay. The first time I saw her foot getting rubbed, I believe it was Peaches who was, who was rubbing her feet. Um, I thought, oh, this lady, her poor, her poor ankle, her poor foot, is, she needs somebody to rub it. Please help this lady. But by the second or third time I saw this woman throw her foot up into someone's lap, I was like, okay, lady, you're getting out of control. Stop it. Yeah. Like, stop it. Yeah. The, the, the plants, you know, the ones that were there to be the challenges. I would 100% do that. That sounds actually wonderful. I would be like, you, yeah, rub, rub my feet. Liana, you think these were plants? You think like someone's grandma was yeah. like, I would volunteer to put my foot I, in I think the put my teeth in lady, I think <laughs> definitely was with the production. Okay, look, I don't think she worked for them, but I think if she's old and someone says, hey, do you think she, this girl will put your, your teeth in for you? She's like, sure, I'll try it. You know, like, I don't think they yeah, hired yeah. her. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, it, the fact, yeah, the like, well, was she just sitting in the mess hall waiting for someone to come up and right. help her put her teeth in? Right. Because she asked to, because she asked New York and then asked Sweetie to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that's the place where you uh, take the teeth out. I'm not, you know, uh, at the Survivor Caramo in uh, Final Tribal Council, but I feel like uh, that's not the right place for that. Yeah, I, I just feel like, look, they're, yes, they're old and they have old things about them that you want to highlight in a segment like this. And her lack of real teeth might be one of those things that she was suggested to bring up. But I don't think she was a plant per se. This woman looked like she has a lot of integrity to her. 
And then she probably just did what they asked her to do. Um, but no, I went, when Liana said play, I flinched because I was like, these sweet old people are actors? How dare they? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't well, be ready for that. She might also be in the home. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. she's, she's in the drama yeah, club. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was the, is part of the, what they were putting on, you know? Yeah. Mm. Liana, yeah. so was any part of this uh, meant to call attention to the fact that there is probably a at least a 20 to 25 year old age difference between all of the women and Flavor Flav himself and if they ended up in a long-term relationship that at some point they would become the primary caretakers of Flavor Flav I think that was literally the point Rob yeah like okay. he's like I need somebody to take care of me in my golden years so let me go watch and see how they do because I'm gonna need that in you know Sooner 10 20 later. years whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he has old friends. Mm-hmm. He has old oh friends. God. Yeah, yeah, they're best friends. Yeah, they play mahjong together and you know do the line dancing. <laughs> yeah. They're best friends. And she felt New York wasn't having any of it. She just left. She tried, but I will, and I give them all credit because they all attempted. The problem comes when someone is like, "Hey, here are my teeth. Put them in, like, grab them and put them into my mouth." And I think for someone like New York. Yeah, she's not in on that. She's like, all right, look, I'm just going to have to go outside and regroup. But she was playing along for a while. They tried to teach her to play cards. She did some line dancing. Mm-hmm. It's just the teeth thing was just a, like a, yeah. a notch just too far. Yeah. Chappelle, yeah. would you help the woman with her teeth? Absolutely. Without, oh, even, without okay. hesitation. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. Because I'd have been like, would I want someone to help me with my teeth? Sure. You know, yeah. if I, if I, I'd rather grab like a utensil or something. Yeah, like I'd, some, do a nap I'd do it. I'd do it. Yeah. yeah. It, didn't ki- it was no, not going to kill me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, no, Rob, though, I guess the interesting part about that is that when New York storms out to go pout about having to put this woman's teeth in, we see that Flavor Flav is just sitting out in the van watching him like a creep. Like he's watching them all on camera. Yeah. Um, what? <laughs> yeah, he's got the closed circuit going on that he is following what's happening. Yeah, and I like that he caught that she went out. Like, I don't know. Did I wonder if the cameras caught New York leaving or if he spied her out the window and was like, let me yell at her from across the parking lot. Yeah, Yeah. it is weird because uh, he doesn't have like the spy screen for any of uh, the other activities that uh, the women do, Liana. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know exactly how they did that. Um, The mastery of TV, perhaps. I don't know if they showed other clips later. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, this is like, uh, this is amazing technology that we're seeing. Yeah. So the person who did the best was appropriately Sweetie. So sweet. So sweet. Yeah. Yeah. This is quite the two episode arc for Sweetie Chappelle. Yeah, Liana chose these two episodes, but I'm so happy that she did because you get a full story of a character. The rise and fall right? mm-hmm. of Sweetie. The rise and, the rise and fall of Sweetie. Uh, yeah. when, I was, when I was younger watching the show, I remember like I was in high school when this show was airing. And so I, I remember being like mildly indifferent to Sweetie because I'm watching this show for a drama. And this woman is, uh, I would say, probably too good for a lot of the drama that's going on on Flavor, Flavor of Love. You're like, She's a little bit classier than some of the things that are happening. Not saying she's classier than the women, Mm -hmm. but some of the antics just don't seem to be kind of her speed. And Mm -hmm. so I had no patience for her either. I was like, look, we came here to fight and uh, be ridiculous on television. And you were kind of like, oh, I just, I'll kiss you one day. And you know, like, ma'am, this is trash TV for Mm -hmm. a reason. I want you to be trash. You know? Yeah. Yeah. She gets the memo a little too late. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. she she tries. She tries to change her game, but it's just it's too late. And she was boring, so you know, mm-hmm. yeah, so we can go. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes. as an adult, she is a looker. <laughs> that is a beautiful woman. <laughs> okay, there you go. Yes. sweetie. Yes, um, my endorsement. <laughs> don't take her out for uh, chicken dinner. <laughs> but red lobster, perhaps. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, we'll she, get to the chicken yeah, later. We'll get to the chickens. <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, there, she's going to go to Flav's uh, favorite romantic spot. In the meantime, we check back in at the house, and it looks like a uh, uh, pumpkin and hoops seem to have a magazine. I, I think I'm putting a P in there. It's just pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> pumpkin. <laughs> Uh, she and they have a magazine. I guess, uh, Liana, do I have this right? That Sirius is a model, and she brought uh, one of her magazines. Mm-hmm. She bought her magazine. She brought her whole portfolio. Uh, you know, so she's passing it around, letting the girls look, and then uh, you know later on presents it to Flav so he can look through it whenever no, he's you impressed. know he has time. Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay, here for exposure. Come All on. Right. They're going to uh, Flav's favorite romantic spot, and it's Red Lobster. A spot that's hot, you'll forget it not. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Flav was a, ahead of the of, like he was ahead of the game. I think Beyonce famously said, "If, if you know, you're if, yeah. he's and ten years right. ahead of her." I know. I mean, she did impact. that in 2016. This is 2006. His impact. Flavor Flav tried to tell y'all, but you weren't listening. But Beyonce says it, and now all of a sudden you can hear it. I don't know, you guys. Give mm-hmm. him what he deserves. Yeah. Um, Leon, Flav has some strange eating habits. Oh, yeah. That's like the worst. It's for me, like the worst part of the show. It's just the messy eating. And then they edit in the sounds, probably more so, or maybe mm-hmm. they're real. I don't know, because it's quite um messy and loud and like nah. No, yeah, no, it's not my crunchy thing. mouth sounds. Yeah, yeah, a lot of mouth sounds. <laughs> Chabelle, mm-hmm. that uh, flavor Flav seems to be. I'm not sure if he's eating uh, cucumbers or <laughs> is it is it zucchini? I'm not they're sure. Cu- they're cucumbers. cucumbers. Yeah, and he, and, cucumbers. And, he, and he has a cucumber on a fork in one hand, <laughs> and he has the salt shaker on the other hand. And before every bite, he's yep. putting more and more salt on the cucumbers. That uh, poor yeah, flavor flavor. That his sodium has got to be through the roof. Rob, what's the problem? I'm, I'm sorry. Isn't that not how you eat cucumbers? <laughs> I, I've never seen that before. He just really wanted pickles, it. and so he's <laughs> mm-hmm. like, if I salt it enough, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that was just the precursor to him diving headfirst into the lobster, the yeah. way Liana was talking mm-hmm. about. I mean, crunchy mouth sounds left and right. He's like spitting shells out. There's butter dripping from his jaw. Like it is disgusting but at least he looks like he's having a good time mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. also like the wine glass is completely filled to the top which is how you know it's like a com- totally classy place i mean obviously my kind of place is someone else who fills it up to the top yeah. but uh yeah Leon, it seemed like they rented the whole place out it didn't seem like anybody else was there that night at red lobster <laughs> i would hope so for the sake of the other patrons at the red lobster but i don't know how expensive it would be you know to rent it out mm-hmm yeah, uh, and this is also a uh, red lobster, not to be confused with red oyster. Mm, yes, of yeah. course. Yeah, different person, mm-hmm. different. Yes. Yeah, human <laughs> food establishment, two different things. Yeah, I mean, it can't be any cheaper than re- renting out like a, I don't know, like a artisan hotel boutique mm-hmm. or something like that. In yeah. Vegas. yeah, in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. it's got to be a little better value than that. Okay, yeah. maybe. So, meanwhile, 
back at the mansion, uh, we see some of the women are going to teach Pumpkin to dance. Mm. She's struggling. Black girl dance. Black girl dance. Yeah. Yeah. Black girl Mm -hmm. dance. Yeah. Yeah. She dances like she's white. She's like, I am white. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pumpkin. Pumpkin is another iconic character from the show. Yes. Oh, we should stop down and just talk about it a little bit. Uh, Pumpkin is one of the reasons why this show is still iconic to this day. I think that if it wasn't for Pumpkin's contributions to reality television, we might not have all the spinoffs that we end up getting uh, because to spoil this show for anybody who has not seen it or has been living under a rock and not familiar with the famous moment at the end of the season, uh, Pumpkin spits on New York and it becomes a viral sensation. It Before viral sensations were viral sensations, this was like she the most watched spits on her? She yeah. spits like in her mouth almost, like in an aggressively violent way. Um, not like in a sexy way, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, like I, I, into I, a fight. I, 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 thank you for confirming, not in a sexy way, because that's where <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I thought how I thought it was. It was for the listeners, Liana. Yeah. Do you, what, Liana? Do you remember the fight vividly? Oh yeah, for sure. Because and they slowed it down too, so you could like see the spit happen. Because then New York just like her arms, like it's so vivid in my mind. Her arms like go up to like grab at Pumpkin and like pull her back. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's this like very exciting moment at the end of the season and pumpkin. I mean, cause then there's the whole thing at the reunion. There, there's like another big fight and then pumpkin goes on. She's on, um, I can't remember if she's on charm school, but she was definitely oh, on school. She was on charm school. Okay. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. She was on charm school and, um, I love money. So hmm. she like makes her way through, um, through the other shows as well. Yeah. Yeah. And this, this yeah. episode we are not getting. Okay, one of the things I'll give Flavor Flav the credit for is that like, or flavor of love, I guess, is that you don't get the fully formed version of a lot of these characters until like their arc is over. It's very, you know, Survivor-esque where you kind of, you know, they, some of them get good exits um, or at least get to tell their story on the way out. And this, around this time, we're not getting fully formed Pumpkin or New York. Uh, Maybe Pumpkin, because Pumpkin is really like, almost like a social butterfly in the house. Everyone is fine with her for the most part. Um, she doesn't have any real enemies. She, she She's good TV. She does a good confessional where she's talking her trash behind people back. Like we, we love to see it. But New York, is still the wolf and sheep's closing here. She's going to accuse someone else of being that, but they don't see that New York is really the one they should be worried about yet. Um, and this is kind of like the beginning of New York's uh, like arc to fame. This is like mm-hmm. when you first start getting the taste of who she's going to be one day. Yeah. The mm-hmm. r- rise to prominence uh, of New York. Um, mm-hmm. After Pumpkin learns to dance, uh, they call her an OG. Uh, which pumpkin, uh, naturally, uh, we're talking fast casual, uh, restaurants, uh, assumes Olive Garden. Mm hmm. Yep. The OG, the RL, mm-hmm. the Red Lobster, you know, it's like yeah. the O, the Al- uh, the OS, the Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, don't bring up the Cheesecake Factory to Chappelle. Uh, you, you shouldn't have brought up Olive Garden, honestly. Uh, look, if it wasn't for that Zupa Toscana, I think they could close the whole building down, honestly. Just <laughs> shut, shut, shut the place down. Yeah. Um, back at the Red Lobster, mm-hmm. Flav and Sweetie, uh, things are getting serious. Uh, that Flavor Flav says, uh, it doesn't hurt to flirt with your dessert. Uh, that he <laughs> wants to uh, potentially take this date to the next level. Uh, he asks Sweetie, how long, uh, does it take? Uh, and she says, uh, what about like three weeks? Uh, yeah, I, that was not exactly was that the, the wrong answer. Well, 
Liana, what do you have the phrase, the exact quote? <laughs> I don't I don't know if uh if that's allowed here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I believe Flav said if I wanted to taste your mouth, yeah. how long would it take? Yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah. an incredible way of asking for a kiss, but okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I think it also it has implications about the type of kiss as well, right? So if you're going to taste someone's mouth, I believe that has, you know, you, you know, yeah, yeah. So, um, and so I think, uh, you know, that's why he phrased it. He's just really a poet when it comes to communication, and it's yeah. just truly beautiful. Yeah. Well, she is <laughs> sweetie. That her name is sweetie. Uh, yeah. Sweetie is not about that life. That she's saying uh, three weeks. <laughs> I like that she had an exact, she's like three weeks, like she's got an estimate, like she is, you know, building something or fixing something for you. Like, ah, let me put in an estimate here. We're talking about three weeks time uh, predicated on certain number of dates, which I believe the show is not even three weeks long. So clearly like that's just <laughs> unacceptable well, for Flake. I was going to ask you that too. Like how long uh, is the show filming, Liana? Because three weeks is like, <laughs> hey, I'll kiss you once the cameras are off. <laughs> I think it's about three weeks if I remember correctly so oh my gosh uh yeah for the filming of the show yeah all right back at the house uh new york is upset she can't find her jacket chappelle uh, jackets always create drama on the reality tv again who would have liked the impact of this show we don't get angelina without this moment right mm-hmm. like survivor doesn't get to have the nat natalie can I have your jacket you know, like we don't get that moment if New York is not yelling at Heidi and accusing her of stealing her her coat um, or cutting it up or whatever. I, I don't know. Look, look, Heidi brought this upon herself by saying if something comes up missing, it's not necessarily not me who did it. And so when things started to come up missing, they rightfully decided to yeah. confront her. And New York is the wrong one to play those kind of games with. Leon, is it ever confirmed? Did Hottie have any foul play with New York's jacket? Not that I know of. And we don't know whether or not it was New York setting her up, right? That definitely could have been uh, could have been something. I mean, I wouldn't put it past either of them to pull something in one direction or another. There is definitely some foul play here. Mm-hmm. We just yeah, don't know this, for sure which way. Yeah. This is the Battle of the Titans. Uh, because yeah. you these are your two potential breakout stars. And New York, I think, has identified that Hottie is that other person who, even if she's there for Flavor Flav or not, she at least knows how to play the game. Yeah. And you got to win, right? Like, love or not, you still have to win the show. And so I think she's identified that, like, hey, the rest of these girls are playing nice, but Hottie is the only person willing to stoop to my level. And I have to meet her there or beat her there. And I have to dispatch her, like, very quickly. And Heidi says the same thing of New York. Like, their biggest complaint is with each other. Like, I want New York to stop walking around here like Shrek, I believe she says. <laughs> and, shout and out, shut says, up, Tim. <laughs> right. And, and New York says that Heidi looks like Luther Vandross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who is so, yeah. a very notably a handsome man. Yeah. And yeah. Ha- some would say Heidi's a handsome woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, yeah, this um, this is kind of one, I guess... I guess there's there's some fights earlier, but this the hottie versus New York fight is kind of one of the first like super iconic fights, especially because of the Beyonce line when yes. um, when hottie is like, you know, well, my friends tell me I look like Beyonce. And and then, of course, the whole room like erupts in laughter and, uh, Great and then when reaction New York- from uh, the crowd on the, yeah, the peanut uh, my friends say I remind <laughs> them of Beyonce. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're all there. They're all watching. And then, of course, New York can have yeah. her reaction as well. And then Goldie the apologies to Beyonce. Oh, Goldie. I love Goldie. Goldie is one Best of my favorites. Best on the show. Yeah. yeah easily. She's also just there to like mm-hmm. make funny comments and have a great time and like kind of doesn't take anything seriously, which I appreciate. Yeah. But yeah. New York's reaction juxtaposed with Goldie's reaction is what makes this moment so special mm-hmm. because Goldie is dying. Like she, yeah. she legit is like the, she is the viewer at home who's watching this and is like freaking out just at how absurd these, this moment is. And New York is going Beyonce, 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 girl, you look like Luther Vandross, you know, like, and, and so of course everyone is falling out. It's, a video that, we, that will live in infamy, really. Yeah, and I think the apology to Beyonce also. New York's like, Beyonce, you know, sweetie, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did Beyonce ever respond to this? Not that I know of. Yeah. Not that I know yeah. of. And, this is pre-social and, media. She would have had yeah. a, maybe an Instagram post uh, mentioning if she had like a good like social media team. Yeah. I mean, she... Beyonce, and this is before Beyonce was in her final form, really. Like, yeah. this is the early stage mm-hmm. of Beyonce. Like, if you said that today, everyone's reaction is the same. Like, Beyonce, I, like, mm-hmm. don't speak her name. Like, you know, like, don't do that. Don't invoke Beyonce if you don't have to. But back then, it was just like, oh, she just picked a very popular, like, amazing pop star. And New York was not having it. No one was having it. Um, Hadi, we do find out later on, not in these two episodes, that Hadi can sing a little bit. So maybe that's what she was getting yeah. at, but mm-hmm. she does not look like Beyonce at all. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So another flavorgram. Uh, the other women who didn't go to the nursing home, uh, they're going to go and throw some uh, sort of a bash for buddies of Flavor Flav. Uh, New York is not included, even though she went on the nursing home trip, Liana. Uh, and uh, New York is going to cry. Uh, she doesn't still doesn't get the invite. Uh, yeah, I get, it didn't work, you know, um, crying like the children, they're going to go and see, I guess that didn't work. But no, I mean, this is like the first instance of, of how do I get my camera time? You know, how do I start to pull him away? I mean, you even hear, I think it's um, Hoops who's like, ah, she got him, you know, mm-hmm. like you can, uh, you can see it there. Of course, I truly believed it all at the time, but it's beautiful to watch back now, kind of knowing what mm-hmm. she was up to. Yeah. Liana, do you watch The Bachelor? Uh, Yeah. So does does the bachelor ever get this competitive amongst the the contestants because like it feels like flavor of love is it's based on the contestants but the bachelor almost people get so invested in the actual bachelor and bachelorette mm-hmm. I wonder if if it ever gets this competitive to where the women are like like you know co- like conspiring against each other like planning against each other yeah I don't mm-hmm. know it's definitely it's a it's just it's such a different feel yeah. You know, can I just ask a production question in terms of like uh, pulling back the curtain? Like, how much uh, did Flavor Flav have like the agency to make the picks? Where I feel like that on The Bachelor, The Bachelor or The Bachelorette is ultimately deciding who they're in love with. But like, is Flavor Flav really pulling the strings or are are the producers telling him uh, who the elimination should be? I believe it's all real. No, I have no. I, I honestly, I have <laughs> right, no idea. I'm sure that, it's a mixture. He's that he's not even really dating these people. Like, uh, what, no. wasn't he even like uh, in a serious relationship with someone while these uh, were being filmed? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the case. I mean, and you like nothing ever happens with anyone you know what i mean so it's like right. and nothing really manifests into yeah, any I just relationship wonder, were, was it all, was it, these shows so good because the producers are always just eliminating the person who is not good television i think they start with just such a great pool 
of yeah. wackos that like it doesn't kind of really doesn't matter who you know there's a few duds here or there that but they usually go in the very first episode um so maybe that's where there's more pull yeah. but in general even by the time you get down to like the final 10 i mean you know there's sweetie maybe who should be eliminated but even then like could potentially bring good tv so because because like uh, Chappelle was saying you don't get the full arc of who they are really until you get a little bit further along like i would say there's more gold to mine with you know mm-hmm. some of the other contestants we don't even see as much so they're all just great messes Chappelle, what do you think yeah. do you think the producers are sitting down and not just with the flavor flay but with like uh brett michaels or new york or like uh h- how much do you think that they are sort of telling the person who's at the center of the show who the next elimination is going to be I think probably the longer these shows started to make spinoffs, they knew what worked and what didn't work. Yeah. And they were looking for like their Daisy or their Chance or their New York to kind of spin off into another show or like their breakout star. But I think this season might have been the least like uh, like corrupt when it comes to that kind of thing. Right. Like, sure. I'm sure Flavor Flav sits down and says, hey, here's the one I'm interested in the most. Here are like the next tier. The other ones you know, whatever you want to do. And the producers are probably like, okay, like we get like, we know you don't love Hottie, but she's good TV. And they're like, okay, well I'll keep her around for a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flavor Flav will say later on that she has huge knockers. So he's not opposed to it. Um, and so I think that's what it is, right? Like, so they'll, they'll find the ones he's least interested in and say, okay, well we're eliminating two, you know, let's do what, we, what can we do with this little smaller pool? But I think he does probably select and like separate the ones that he's really interested mm-hmm. in. All right. Um, let's talk about the bash that they're going to throw. It's actually a kid's uh, birthday party. Liana, do we think that uh, these this is a real kid's birthday party? I mean, uh, that I'm just trying to think of like, okay, so these uh, L.A. mommies have sent kids to a birthday party where the entertainment are the girls from Flavor of Love. I don't know. Were these like child actors, perhaps? Uh, Mm -hmm. Just the whole situation of how they got these kids to the park. Like, where are their parents? There's only one other adult, I think, as far as we can see. That's the mom that hands off the whole do list spreadsheet schedule for the the ladies. So I'm not entirely sure where they found these children. Yeah, I'm not going to say there was any child endangerment going on. But Chappelle, they were playing with raw eggs. Yeah, they were playing with raw eggs. You and, and there's only one mom present, and she seemed to have everything in control except the kids. And another like, kid threw when, up. Right, you're right, and on a person. <laughs> um, yeah, and and watching this in the age of COVID, I'm like, oh no, like you have to burn your arm off now, you know. But um, yeah, she. I guess this is Lulu's party, and Lulu's mom is like. I have the whole itinerary set up. You women are here to do my bidding and here's what you're going to do and what time you're going to do it. Also, I'm not going to discipline the kids at all. Have fun. Mm-hmm. And then the producers, have, of course, have whispered in the kids ears like, give them hell. You know, yeah. because they are acting ridiculous. Yeah, it was like smash. Yeah, d- go on, go on. Smash the egg. Yeah, you know you want to. <laughs> put mm-hmm. the cake in her face. Why don't yeah. you just put the cake in her face? Wouldn't it be funny? Mm-hmm. You know? Wouldn't it be funny if you just threw it at her? The cameramen like whispering from behind the cameras. Like, that's what I'm imagining. Mm-hmm. Have you ever made yourself vomit, kid? Stick your finger... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I just fed him a bunch of candy. <laughs> Basically. Um, so, ultimately, it's going to be uh, Sirius who uh, does the best job. Uh, that uh, Flav is, is very impressed with her. And uh, she gets to have the next date with Flavor Flav. Mm-hmm. Good opportunity yeah, this- for Sirius. 
this might be where some shenanigans are at play. Um, because we yeah. see a lot of good interactions with the women and the kids. Um, and Sirius seems about, is about as you know shocked as everyone else that she wins this challenge. She's like, what? I, I guess I kind of talked to a kid. Mm-hmm. But like you were saying, Rob, if the producers or Flav have any like you know prior insight into what they want to do for this episode or for this particular challenge, then you have to build Sirius' story. And if Flav is not... Mm-hmm. Yeah, she doesn't. He doesn't think that she's genuine. So I need to take her on a date. So she needs to win this challenge, so I can get her alone, so I can see if she's really here for me. Yeah, there is like some like shenanigans that go on because it's like where it's like he needs a reason to eliminate some people. So there's like some entrapment of like, all right, well, I'm going to take her out to dinner tonight to see how she can screw it up. <laughs> yeah, I think it was uh, even when Hoops is talking about it. Well, so and so went on a date and then they got eliminated. So going on dates isn't necessarily a good thing. Mm-hmm. It's just a way to rule people out. Yeah, you get set um, up. I mean, that then plus Oyster coming in and, and, you know, throwing more information, more fuel on the fire about Sirius and why she's there and her true intentions. So all of that had to go packaged in one neat little story. Yeah. Uh, I guess cause we're going to see later on that Red Oyster comes to his room and says that mm-hmm. Sirius is here to further her career. That's the see? word on the street. <laughs> we got the gossip. Uh, yeah, well, it's not even gossip. Uh, in one of the first episodes, Flavor Flav comes to Sirius, or no, to Oyster. I think Oyster actually comes to him and like, look, some of these women are here for other the wrong reasons. reasons. Right, and I'm here for you. And what I'm going to do to prove that is to snitch on everybody. So I will be like Randall from Recess walking around with my notepad. Uh, like every time someone screws up, I'm going to come and tell you about it because I'm here for you, Flav. And Oh my God, if you take a shot every time someone says, I'm here for you, Flav, like here for Flav should be like, like, yeah, a criminal offense in this, in this show because everyone says it a million times. And it's hard to believe that any of these women are here for Flav. Yes. Flav. Yes. All actions like will point in other directions. <laughs> Yeah. I think Red, Red Oyster would do great on the circle as the catfish hunter. Like that's very much her vibes is like wanting to suss out who's really mm-hmm. here for the right reasons. Yeah. Who's and there's genuine. also a lot of Beyonce talk on the circle also. That too. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all, Beyonce? All coming around. Yeah. Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so uh, also Flavor Flav insults Pumpkin and says that uh, she was good with the kids, but she was also very distant. Uh, and this really hurts Pumpkin because she is a substitute teacher. And Liana, Pumpkin seems to have a lot of concerns that uh, perhaps being judged this harshly on this task, this this could be the thing that holds her back in her teaching career. I mean, first of all, I don't know if you know this, but she's a substitute teacher and a cheerleading coach. I just want to say that Mm -hmm. again to make sure that everybody knows. Yeah. But I mean, I think when schools are going through the Rolodex, trying to figure out what substitute teacher they're going to pick for their kids, they're like, ooh, negative marks on flavor of love. I think we're not going to pick you today. And there's nothing else that will happen in her reality TV career Mm -hmm. that might also affect no, I don't think so. I think it's this one singular like, yeah. interaction. Oh, Flavor Flav did say she's kind of distant with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Just kind of, kind of distant. I'd be oh. willing to wager that maybe she never substitute taught again after mm-hmm. this show. <laughs> Just <laughs> throw that out there that maybe no school hired Brooke Pumpkin um, after this particular show and other subsequent appearances. I think that might be why she thrust herself into the reality TV game so hard after that. Hmm. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, for your yeah. change. Be interesting to oh. get the follow up on uh, some of these people. Um, okay. Uh, this is from VH1. Um, all right. Okay. Uh, do you want to know what uh, Brooke Pumpkin Thompson does now as of uh, 2016? Yes. Uh, of course I do. Okay. Uh, she is not a substitute teacher, but according to uh, this article, it says that uh, Brooke uh, Pumpkin Thompson works at an accounting firm. Oh, she's an accountant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, I thought she was a substitute teacher and a cheerleader. Yeah. No, she's an accountant. Yeah, she's an um, accountant. <laughs> Oh man, that, that's you know what's so wild is that like, if this show, if these ladies were able to exist in like today, they'd all have OnlyFans. It would be like such so beautiful. I like, uh, I kind of feel bad for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's okay. Wait. She seems to be doing okay. Yeah. Are we under the premise that these women do not have OnlyFans? <laughs> do they still have on? Do they have OnlyFans? You think so maybe? I, I looked on Cameo earlier today uh, to <laughs> oh, see yeah, if sure. anybody Cameo. is uh, on the Cameo. <laughs> And I didn't see anybody from Flavor of Love, other than Flavor Flav, the titular Flavor Flav. Uh, mm. Do you have a guess on how much for a cameo from Flavor Flav? <sighs> it's mm. more on the expensive side. I'm going to say... Gonna go oh, you think so? I'm going to well, say I, 150 well, mm, Yeah, and I was going to go 100 even. Mm. $350. Oh. Go get Let your coin. Res- right. Let me respect Flavor Flav. I was yeah. respectful. Let me <laughs> stop it. It's businessman. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, Flavor Flav is going to go on his uh, date with Sirius. Um, uh, but Flav does not feel like she's connecting with him. Just doesn't have a connection because mm-hmm. she likes. I'm um, was what was her quote that was like, yeah, I think I like you a little bit or something like that. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. well, what he says is, he says, look, serious. I'm 46. You're 23. Do you foresee yourself having a physical attraction to me? And she said, yeah, duh. Like I'm kind of a little bit attracted to you now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, oh just a little bit kind of attractive to me right now on a dating show for my love. He's just like, yeah, I could see myself one day wanting to touch you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and her body language seemed awkward. And then she brought up her portfolio again. Like, ma'am, this is not a business meeting. This is a date. So yeah, <laughs> take that down to accounting with pumpkin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I did feel kind of bad for her watching this back. Because so many of these women have other talents that they are probably talking about. And I think as a 23-year-old model, you probably don't have much to discuss. And when everybody's talking about like, hey, what do you do for fun? Or what do you do for a living? And da 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 Like, it's always modeling for her. And so that's her telling you about her life. It's like talking to Rob about podcasting. Like, he's not, yeah, he's going to bring it up. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, yeah, she's talking about it a lot. But that doesn't make her any more of a, like, like attention grabber like then pumpkin who probably has other interests as well you know and so i don't think it's something that they should have penalized her for yeah mm-hmm. all right um we get to our uh ceremony to uh give out the clocks um uh, i do i like that we're giving out the clocks and the clocks have a face on it uh, i i do i do like this uh overall the ceremony i think it's very well done mm-hmm yeah, I think the clocks was a nice touch, you know, to we're not doing roses here. Okay, this is Flava Flav. We're going with the clocks. Obviously, you've got Big Rick standing there holding all of them. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, the faces were fun. It made it personalized to each girl. And then also with the way that it was decided, you did the deliberation where you could see each of the, you know, the yeah. ladies up on the wall. So yeah, I, I loved that. They really do a good job with it. Now, uh, Big Rick, uh, do you think that he is a real employee of Flavor Flav or do you think that he is an actor, Chappelle? Oh, no. Big Rick is absolutely an employee of Flavor Flav. Like 100%. There's nothing you can say to change my mind. Um, yeah, he's like I, the Hodor to uh, Flavor Flav's brand. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's. A I think that's a good intimate. comparison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, doesn't uh, talk a lot, Big, right? Yeah, but Big Rick ends up making a career for himself as doing very much the same thing that he's doing for Flavor Flav. Uh, I think even in the pandemic, I'd read an article about Big Rick like like running a limo business or something for celebrities. Like he's a like a a normal functioning human being who just happens to work for Flavor Flav. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we hand out all of the clocks, and uh, what what is the uh, catchphrase? Uh, you know what you know what time it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems weird to hear you say it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I get <laughs> but that. I, but yeah, but you know, um, yeah, you know what time it is. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And, and is is there a a bachelor catchphrase? Uh, will you accept this rose? Okay, yeah. So mm-hmm. this is very much like in like the reality TV mold that they had going on at the time, right? So like in Big Brother, you know, the, the, you know, you maybe evicted with a vote of blah, blah, blah. And Survivor, the tribe is spoken. Uh, the Bachelor, mm-hmm. you know, will you accept this rose? Flavor Flav is, you know, the, you know, you know what time it is. This was a thing. Everyone had one. This was Flavor Flav's. Um, there are, there are so many. You know, I don't even know if you would get as many iterations of this if you didn't have Flavor Flav kind of like forcing it down everybody's throats. <laughs> mm-hmm. hmm. Yeah. Oh, but before we get to the ceremony, Rob, we have to point out that when Pumpkin was throwing her whole fit about, you know, Liana, I don't know if you heard, but she's a substitute teacher and a cheerleading coach. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But New York has now set her sights on hoops. Mm-hmm. She has identified hoops as another one of the front runners. Uh, I will say that's New York's strength in this uh, in this season is that she can identify the real threat um, to whatever she's trying to get. If it's screen time, she got to get rid of Heidi. If it's who is normal enough to win this show, <laughs> then it's Hoops. You know, like, and yeah, she like is hoops. like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, Hoops has the winner edit from like episode one. <laughs> yeah, I was a little confused about Hoops of that. Uh, when I first heard that her name was Hoops, I assumed, oh, she must have had big earrings uh, the first day. But then she was <laughs> holding a basketball. Is, is Hoops a basketball player? Yeah, she likes yeah. to play Hoops. Yeah, that's she's definitely more of a tomboy. I think she grew up with a bunch of brothers. She works with her, like the family company doing construction stuff with her brothers and stuff. So she's like very much in the tomboy-esque realm of things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, ultimately... Yeah. It's going to come down to uh, the last three people here. Uh, serious peaches or hoops. Two people are going to go home. Mm-hmm. Hoops okay. gets the clock. Well, justice for peaches here. Because we barely have mentioned her. Her last yeah. time we saw her on camera was with someone's foot in Rubbing her lap. the feet, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and so we get nothing of her. She's one of the, the, the fodder of the first few episodes. Like uh, Anna was saying, you kind of weed out the ones who are kind of boring or Flav's not really that attracted to. And so, yeah, we lose her here. But we also lose Sirius, which I was sad to see because another good-looking woman. Uh, but also, I think other people have things like other like ulterior motives that they came here for. And she was just willing to kind of wear hers on her sleeve a little bit with, mm-hmm. to her detriment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think she could have made good TV. Um, she had been in a little bit longer. I think it would have been interesting to see, but I'm okay ultimately with her going. Yeah. Chappelle, was serious miscast here on Flavor of Love and should have been on America's Next Top Model? I don't know. I think she was already a model in her mind, right? Like mm-hmm. she, has, she has a portfolio. Was it, the women on America's Next Top Model, a lot of them had been trying to become models for years or... Tyra Banks found them in a mall or, you know, situations like that. So, yeah, I'm sure she could have got cast on America's Next Time Model. But from her, you know, the way she presented it, I would say that she probably already thought she was like a top model or, you know, a working model. And that would probably be below her a little bit, you know. We'll be right back to talk about the second of our Flavor of Love episodes. But first, I want to take a moment to uh, thank our friends over at KiwiCo, of course, uh, with a KiwiCo subscription, your child gets a, a new crate full of fun science and art projects every month. Uh, we're talking with Liana. She is from science. I'm sure she would improve. Of course, uh, spring is here. Summer is just around the corner. Why not gift your young innovators with super cool STEAM projects to celebrate the end of the school year and uh, keep the learning going year round for trailblazing toddlers to more experienced explorers? And every stage in between. Uh, the great thing about the KiwiCo is that your kids think, ooh, we got a toy that we're about to play with. But in reality, you know, it's not just a toy. It's the opportunity to learn. Our boys, they are five and seven, and they love any time that they have the opportunity to put together a crate from KiwiCo. They get so excited when it comes in the mail. They go through the instructions and they are building either a claw machine, some sort of a telescope, their solar system. They have all these different projects that they work on where they have so much fun putting it together. There's a sense of accomplishment where you can get involved in helping them. And then it's like you're part of the fun as well. And then it's like a toy that they get to play with as well. Cultivate your child's natural creativity and curiosity with hands-on projects every month. They'll discover new worlds, rediscover familiar ones, even without leaving home. From sailing the solar system to building an animation machine and more, everything gets shipped right to your door. There's no commitment. You can pause or cancel anytime. As a parent, it's hard to find creative ways to keep your kids busy and screen-free while stretching their brain, especially now. KiwiCo does the legwork for you so you can spend more quality time tackling projects together. There's something for kids of all ages, and the best part is watching their confidence grow as big as their smile. With KiwiCo, there's something for every kid or kid at heart every month. Get 30% off your first month, plus free shipping on any crate line with promo code RHAP at KiwiCo. That's 30% off your first month at KiwiCo.com, promo code R-H-A-P, and we will get right back to the show in 30 seconds. But first, a word from our friends at Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and I bet it can be hard work, but you know it's easy? Bundling your policies with Geico. It's easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Let's get back to talking about the fourth episode of season one. A flavor of love. All right, let's talk about our second hour of flavor of love that we're going to discuss on uh, this podcast. This is a uh, the flavor of chicken. First aired January twenty second, two thousand and six. So 
Uh, this recently had its uh, 15 year anniversary of uh, the flavor of chicken. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Rob, was, was this your first time watching this episode? This is, I don't think I ever watched any flavor of love. Uh, I think oh. that I sort of like uh, like knew of the shows, but I don't think I ever watched any of them. Yeah, I would say one. This is this contains one of like the most classic moments in the series with. The, the chicken of it all which mm-hmm. which we'll get to so yeah this was as soon as you know Chappelle and I started talking about what episodes we would pick this was on well, my short list 100%. I am a chicken cooking expert so well and with you too yes, exactly the right, yes. the, the right person there <laughs> I know all the different ways okay so uh, we got an early uh, wake up call for everybody uh, Flav is uh, waking everybody up uh he goes to new york uh who is up first and in the bathroom uh get get the tissue out of your butt come on let's go new york that's the she gets the special wake-up call message from flavor flay not messing around here um flattering perhaps (laughs) (laughs) and that it seems like that New York doesn't really laugh that off. Uh, she really like has to like explain to us in confession, like, "Hey, just so everybody knows, like, I did not have any tissue in my butt. That was not that was not the case. Like, no, mm-hmm. yeah, we. I, no, I don't think anybody was thought that this was a literal thing that was happening. <laughs> like, no she one thought up. about it until you brought it back up, <laughs> and now that's all I can think about. Yeah. Okay, so like, like maybe there was a thing. Okay. <laughs> Um, Chappelle, uh, we get to meet uh, Flavor Flav's mom here in this episode. I guess that uh, fans of Strangelove uh, might have been familiar with Flav's mom. Yes, we have Flavor Flav's mom. This also becomes a pattern on these shows. Uh, we will one day meet New York's mom and her mm-hmm. spinoff. I believe we yeah. meet uh, some of Brett Michaels' relatives as well. Um, yeah, this becomes a thing. Uh, Flavor Flav's mom, I believe she passed away a few years ago, so RIP to her. Mm-hmm. But she uh, she is here to make sure the women are here for Flav, you yes. know, and to make sure that they are nice conservative women, and she's going to take them to church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, Leon, how do you... She leads the women uh, to coming downstairs, and uh, she has uh, one unique outfit on, and before she changes to another... Uh, how would you describe the first outfit that Hottie is wearing? <laughs> not Gomer Pyle, is that is that <laughs> yeah. not what we're thinking? Yeah, it's like a like a sexy army uniform. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, no, I don't think really combat ready or functional in any way, but like, definitely very sexy. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Goldie said she looked like Colin Powell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was a good <laughs> reference for the time. Yeah, I heard uh, Matthew and your season felt the same way. <laughs> yeah, that, that's in the final travel council. They said, uh, who would you say your role model is? And Jenna said her mom. And uh, Matthew said uh, Colin Powell. Mm-hmm. He said Hottie from Flavor of Love. <laughs> <laughs> Hottie from Flavor of Love. No, that was, that was Chappelle, come on. That, that, that show hadn't even aired yet. I'm sorry. The timeline is just so confusing. The Colin Powell reference is my bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then she changed and put on like a red cape. And then uh, other women were saying that she looked like the devil. Mm -hmm. Going to church. Uh, More Goldilocks. But this is where, like, this is where I started remembering the editing of the shows. And I think it got better as the shows progressed because like in that moment when they say, oh, she looks like the devil, they do this like 
solo cut of like just her with like a devil background and like put wings on her and stuff like devil horns. Yes. And those little things. They um, had some combined. blind date editors that were working yes, on the exactly. show at that point. Yes. And, and like with her, for example, um, with Hottie, they start editing in whenever she blinks, they do the little ka Yeah. A little like, like, uh, a gold- like bicycle bell. Yes. Like dollar sign. Dollar sign. Oh, dollar sign. Like a cash register? Like a cash yes. register. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, and this Why? is really. I think- Why is that? Because they just feel like that that's, she's just all about the, the money. Well, she's a gold digger, and in the first, at least that's what we're told. In the first episode, um, she actually goes around the house being like, "This is my man, my mansion, my money." So that's very much part of, of who Hottie is playing. Yeah, yeah, she did a lot in this episode. She- yeah, it's a lot. They, they make it seem like Hottie's the only one who acknowledges that they're all here because this man is rich. Um, <laughs> like Hottie says in the first episode, like all these women are in my house. This is yeah. my man. When she meets uh. Uh, Flav's uh, mother she's like this is my mother-in-law like she very much has taken ownership of like I am committing to this and New York kind of catches on and New York starts to commandeer this same strategy of like no 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 I'm in love with him and he is mine yeah and yeah and so they're calling Hottie crazy New York's the one who calls her the devil but New York also starts to take on those very same traits of like uh almost uh I don't want to say uh delusion but a little bit delusional right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um speaking of money I always like to look up uh, the uh, celebrity net worth. Okay. Ah, yes. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, do you have a guess? Same, yeah. uh, what what the what do the websites uh, the always accurate websites say? Yes, uh, the uh, net worth of uh, Flavor Flav is in twenty twenty one. I feel like it could be anywhere between uh, you know fifteen million and a hundred million or mm-hmm. something like that. Um I'm gonna go with I'll go with fifty million dollars. Fifty million dollars. Yes, that's the website it always overestimates, I feel like. Wow. Fifty million. Well I'm gonna go low. I'm gonna say one dollar. <laughs> yeah. Chappelle is a lot closer. Uh that so I do feel like that they often tend to overestimate and they have of uh, Flavor Flav's net worth at uh two million. Okay. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. And who is that this man's low? I feel like I'm that sounds you. low. No. Yeah, he had a thriving rap career. He also has like this breakout television show, which I mean, God knows what kind of contract he was in. I don't. According to this, according to CelebrityNetWorth.com, again, always accurate. Is, what, do you yeah. know what he earned for Flavor of Love? What? One hundred thousand dollars. That's it. I'm not shocked by that. Yeah, you know, yeah. He, did there's Big no way Rick he do worth. his negotiations for this? <laughs> Big Rick probably is worth more. He yeah. walked away with more of the money. On the, didn't he have like a bunch of legal issues and stuff too? So like maybe that mm-hmm. taps into. Yeah, well, I don't know. he struggles. He did struggle with addiction for a while, and he also has a. Uh, I think at the time of filming, he had six kids. So he had, yeah, so, he told the women he has six and kids, and he wanted four more. Yeah, yeah, and we know he does not. He has currently more than six kids, if I'm if I remember correctly. So maybe child support or just the cost of raising kids in general has milked him dry. Yeah, Mm. I didn't know that uh, Flavor Flav, like myself, is from Long Island. Oh, look at you guys! Yeah, we're (laughs) we're Long Island lads. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) basically neighbors. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, and you didn't even watch his show, Rob. How dare you? (laughs) I feel so bad now. (laughs) Okay, there you go. Um. Yeah, that's the way. That's where he met Chuck D. Uh, on Long Island. So there, there you go. Um, I, I, I have an experiment. Why don't you ask Nicole 
if she's ever met Flavor Flav. I, she is, I, so I asked her if she the watched rapper. the show. She didn't watch. <laughs> she didn't watch the show. I don't know if she ever met uh, Fla- mm. Flavor Flav. I'll, I'll, I'll ask her. Yeah, she's yeah. met everyone. Like she's like, I, like oh yeah, yeah. I, like you know, like accidentally spit my bubble gum yeah. on his shoe or something. Like, you, she always has good stories like that. She she did, does tend <laughs> to have good stories. Uh, just as, as a complete aside, uh, we want to guess Coolio's net worth. <laughs> He has more kids than Flavor Flav, from what I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will go lower <laughs> than two million. I will go one million dollars. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it's. You think it's lower? Mm-hmm. I'll say I'll take the Chappelle strategy. I'll say one dollar. One dollar. <laughs> well, you, between yeah. the two of you, uh, you're right on the nose. Five hundred k for uh. Coolio. <laughs> Look, Coolio He's been had on a, a fantastic voyage. He had a show on like TLC or something where he had a bunch of kids. It was like he was mm-hmm. taking care of like his like his siblings' kids or his own kids. Like he has like a, a slew of them. It's kind of like a very John and Kate plus eight, except mm. it's Coolio. And so I imagine again, look, the the running theme of this is children are horrible and they will take all your money. Not mm-hmm. but yeah, I I just I wish these people had better contracts for back when they were you know popping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think also part of it is like you didn't realize what a big hit it was going to be also, right? So how would you know to negotiate for something that's going to end up being a big hit? But I guess if you do percentages, it's like it's really where they get you. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, celebrity oh, uh, net worth is like uh, they might just yeah. make it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think well, it's just I'll, a number generator, a random number generator. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, Liana is just saying too, like you didn't know this was going to be a hit. But now that I think about it, I can imagine the second season negotiations kind of go like, wasn't this a hit? And they're saying like, yeah, Flav, we're but really going to pay contract you. for, for mm-hmm. you're like, okay, that's why we're going to do rock of love now because, uh, mm-hmm. right. yeah. Me- meanwhile, New York is probably like, uh, sign me up for like a seven year contract where I get a show every season. And I like, I will, I wonder if her net worth is higher than his. That's probably where the real question comes from. Okay. Are you interested to know? Uh, let's see. Uh, Tiffany Pollard. Uh, celebrity net worth. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, now according to this, uh, same as Coolio. Uh, uh-huh. five hundred thousand. Okay. Because okay. according to this, guess what they paid her for? I love New York. <laughs> Fifty thousand. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, <laughs> Again, I, know, I was they, gonna they say might, they might just make it up. They might just uh <laughs> make make it up. But if it's like, no. hey. Oh, hey, you want your own show? Great. Uh, you owe us uh, 400 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Done. I'll take it. She might have had no leverage. Okay. All Last right. Uh, otherwise, we're doing I Love Pumpkin. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, it could have been I Love Hottie. Mm-hmm. That's, that's true yeah oh my yeah. gosh right. um so all right uh flavor flames mom uh we bring all the women to church i what was the reaction from the rest of the congregation uh to all of uh the women coming in with Flav as part of the reality show and they brought them all to the front so you know they like mm-hmm. traded them up there i don't know it depends did they make it to service on time were they did they have to like sneak in yeah. you know I feel people must have been talking after this Chappelle. well yeah and the and the pastor at the end of the service he does the thing that all shady black pastors do um not to say that he's shady but they all do the thing where like if they haven't seen you in a while they have to say it out loud and he's like hey flave Hope to see you come back to church soon. <laughs> and it's like, what he's saying is, dear God, you've never stepped foot in the door before. I'm very happy that you came here. Just be, you know, between you and I on camera, 
how about you come back to church? And mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they had something to say because they were just as shocked to see him as they were to see these random women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this service was a uh, great, great service. Ooh, yeah. This yeah. Was a party. Uh, I mean, I love, uh, I love again, like the editing of the whole thing. So everybody's having a great time. Everybody's clapping, cut to red oyster, completely off beat, like just <laughs> n- mm-hmm. m- missing the mark. So, you know, she was there having a great time, but clearly like m- m- missing it here and there. Yeah. Yeah. But you zoom in on New York and we get her inner thoughts and she is game like locked in. She's like, you know, these women are at church with me. That's cute or whatever. But I kind of wish I was sitting next to Flav's mom. And I'm not saying I'm going to interrupt Red Oyster at one point or another. But if this wasn't church, I'd definitely go sit next to her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Playing the game. Yeah. Yeah. Can't turn it off. All right. The next stop is the Scarlet Tea Room, uh, which I was not familiar with. I, l- I looked it up. I believe it's now out of business. Uh, so RIP mm-hmm. uh, Scarlet Tea Room. Uh, but the women are going to have uh, get to have some one-on-ones with uh, Flavor Flav's mom. Yes, the uh, speed dating, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it seems as though uh, Sweetie is the person that has the most uh, notable interaction uh, with Flavor Flav's mom, where she's going on and on and on about herself. And also, it seems like that Flavor Flav's mom wants to eat a biscuit at the same time. <laughs> oh, biscuit. Classic <laughs> you, biscuit. Yeah, Sweetie is in competition with this biscuit. Um, and doesn't even know it. <laughs> so the the issue with Sweetie is that she um, has been given this directive, basically, from Flav. Last time they had their date, Sweetie was like, Flav was like, hey, how long is it going to take, take for me to taste your mouth? And so we, Sweetie's like, look, probably going to be three weeks. And so Flav is like, I believe he says, yeah. I like girls that are a challenge, but I like easy ones too that are like not a challenge. Mm-hmm. And it's the vibe. Mm-hmm. that maybe I should be more aggressive with trying to get Flav's attention. And that starts with winning over his mom, mm-hmm. who is firmly, like, you know, invested in this biscuit. Yes, that's right. Flav's yeah. mom is like, how long until I can taste this biscuit? <laughs> it feels <laughs> like three weeks. In my mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Poor sweetie. Leon, anything else from the Scarlet Tea Room uh, stand out? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, you know, you get more of Hottie's delusion, um, the the blinking, the dollar sign yes. sounds, you know, all yeah. of that. So very mm-hmm. much, very okay. much who Hottie is. I, yeah, I actually really liked Hottie in this moment, though, because again, Hottie is a competitor. We're, we're, take Flav out of this. If this is just a competition, like if this is Big Brother, Hottie is doing all it takes to stay in the game, and so she's normally hottie with these big curls and with her breast out and like she is like and her dollar signs in her eyes and she's calling all the other women like fodder and like oh you guys are leaving soon it's fine i can't wait to go home shrek but now she's got her hair straight she's wearing her conservative outfit she's like giving uh flay's mother her resume she's oh well i graduated from ivy league school and i am a financial advisor and i deal with money all the time ching ching Uh, and pumpkin's an accountant now and pumpkins in the counter now. I wanted to work together. They were, yeah, but yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. So I liked Heidi in this moment because she is like, 
like I can't be the regular hottie. I have to win, you know, some favor from this woman. But my favorite part is New York glaring from across the room <laughs> because she sees through hottie and she just comes and is like, okay, I'm, I've heard enough. <laughs> and she comes. But, <laughs> see, like that's because when hottie was it, like, yeah, 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 I've, I've, I've owned something real estate, so I know how to manage my own business. Like, okay, girl, where? Where? Show, show me. Show me the deed. I do not believe you. <laughs> she says, I barely drink. I don't smoke at all. I volunteer at old folks home, which just happened on last episode. Mm-hmm. So she does have evidence of that. <laughs> Is that what she was referencing? I volunteer at old folks homes. I think so. Yeah. When you do community service one. one time, it stays on your resume forever. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. And, and New York is not having it. And New York comes over, and this is a defining moment for New York, because up, up to this point, I don't think she's had a one-on-one date. It's been four episodes. She sits down with she sits down with Flay's mom, and she's like, I'm in love with this man. I am in love with him, and I'm going to marry him, and I, I want you to know that I'm here for him. And the rest of these women are not in love with him. They don't know him, neither do I, but I am in love with him. <laughs> and everyone's taken aback. At this point, everyone's saying New York is, new, is crazy like Heidi. Mm-hmm. I mean, some more aggressive call me, maybe. Like, you know, <laughs> I just met you, or I just met your hu- or your son, and this is crazy. This is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, wow. Uh, worked in the song of the decade. Uh, great job. Uh, <laughs> so, the, the, the decade hadn't even happened yet. So, uh, yeah. I know. <laughs> Amazing. Song of a decade. Yeah. yeah. A. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Flav's mom, her big note is she did not like uh, Sweetie. No, too desperate, honey. Desperate. Desperate. But to Sweetie's credit, they just told her, like, hey, you might want to kick it up a notch. You know, the producers probably have asked her a million times, like, do you think, do you think not kissing Flav is going to harm you in any Mm way? Um, Do you think that's going to, like, hold you back? Um, You know, and so, yeah, I can see why she wants to turn it up a notch. Now, Mm -hmm. Liana, did Flav's mom like Brigitte Nielsen? Oh gosh, Chappelle would have a better answer for that. Because <laughs> yeah. I just remember sometimes that, like, like by comparison, it's like, oh yeah, she had these all these women are much better than that Brigitte Nielsen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would. I mean, based on what I know from <laughs> from their interactions, I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a little less violent uh, mm-hmm. and aggro, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. She wasn't anti-Brigitte, but she didn't yeah. love the relationship, I'd say. But again, mm-hmm. this is a very conservative lady, uh, you know, and so she she doesn't have a lot of patience for the drama. Yeah. All right. So up next, Flav has a very ambitious schedule. There are eight women left. He's going to go on eight hour long dates. Uh, one an hour. I, I think I would have gone 30 minute dates, but he's going to do an hour uh, with each of the eight women, uh, that's what's on the Google calendar for <laughs> Flavor Flav. Did they draw numbers, Liana? I don't know. That's a full work day, though. So yeah. who like got stuck with that last shift? I don't know. I, I'm sure producer Vigory, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I feel bad for. I think Smiley was the one who was the last one at 3 a.m. or something. I think like she that. heard it at 2 a.m. It would have ended at 3, 3 a.m. Yeah, but she mm-hmm. slept through it. I mean, same. Like, mm-hmm. I would have done the same. Yeah. <laughs> and Flav did the same anyway. Like, he started falling asleep at, what, midnight-ish? Mm-hmm. That, the yeah. date with Red, Red mm-hmm. Oyster, so. Yeah. Chappelle, could you keep up with this kind of schedule? No. What? I don't do anything for eight hours straight. <laughs> don't watch TV. And even then, I take a nap and I start it over. 
Um, I was like, you, this is a work day. This is crazy. Why would you do this? Yeah. And, and then, of course, for the women like Smiley and even Sweetie, to have your date at one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, it's kind of rude, honestly. You know, mm-hmm. like, I have to watch all these women come in like, oh, me and Blaine had such a good time. And I'm like, okay, six hours from now, it's my turn. Like, no, I want to go mm-hmm. first. And I don't, or you could just schedule me for tomorrow. Do you have to have the date tonight? Mm-hmm. They only have the mansion for a certain number of days, Chappelle. Like, they, <laughs> they had to get through this. Yeah. Yeah. Who had the best date? Mm. Hoops went first. Hoops, and I, Hoops yeah. went first. Yeah. Yeah. Slave said he can't put his finger quite on what he likes about hoops, but he really wants to put his finger on it. Mm-hmm. And that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he's, he gives such creep vibes this whole yeah. series. There's a mm-hmm. lot of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, New York, I thought, has uh, a memorable date with him. Uh, but I think that what happens here is I think that New York and him, they, they really they eat a lot of the food. And then by the time they get to Red Oyster, then he's sleeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what about happens. Right. You eat a big meal, and then you get very tired, and then by the time he sits with the red oyster, he's passed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have champagne with each one, also. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're you're tired. Yeah, yeah. he had the itis; it kicked in. <laughs> um, I think, yeah. So hoops, hoops was first. There's a lot right? of KFC. Like- that that's like the spread. It's 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 KFC <laughs> and then champagne. It's like this a lot a- of KFC buckets covered with tape because you can't yeah. show that it's yeah. KFC. Yeah. Not this, Karen this from is- Canada. <laughs> it's a chicken heavy episode you guys you know like mm-hmm. everything chicken is going to recur a few times and we get a little hint of this when we see sweetie's date because Blair's like have some chicken and she's like i don't i'm good on chicken so i don't and eat chicken yeah i said yeah, oh like that's uh, a, a uh just say an interesting comment i wonder what the story is there little do we yeah. know right like look in that moment and I don't want to generalize, but if someone tells you they don't eat chicken, I'm not unless they are completely vegetarian or vegan. I kind of I'm judging them a little bit, so well, I think in that moment, Slave is kind of like marking her off the list. So <laughs> like, a couple of things uh, that, uh, that if somebody said I don't eat meat, okay, that's uh, that, that's a common thing. I don't eat chicken is very specific. Now we learned on Big Brother Canada this week. Uh, I guess some people can have a uh, chicken allergy, which may or may not be the same as an egg allergy. But uh, what we hear the real story is, is that she had a traumatic experience Mm -hmm. with a chicken pecking chunks out of her leg and then her grandmother having to slaughter the chicken in front of her. Now, I've never heard of this type of story of a uh, chicken attacking a human. It was actually a hen. Uh, Be very careful. I was uh, thinking about renting a hen uh, this summer, uh, which we talked about on News AF this week. Uh, be very uh, careful around hens. They could peck you and then make your their mark on you forever. Roosters are evil, so like that, I would understand. Yeah, the, oh, the, yeah, the rooster. I'm sorry, it was a rooster that attacked her. Okay, yeah, roosters are evil. They're mm-hmm. just they're evil. They're like little dinosaurs, and they're just evil. So like that makes sense. I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there's a through line too with Sweetie and the chicken. They're in the first episode of Flavor of Love, he's. Um, he sits down with the women and has like group dates almost like to get to know them. It's like a mixer. And the first couple that he meets, he sits down with, ironically enough, are Pumpkin in, uh, in New York, or coincidentally, I guess I should say, are Pumpkin in New York. They instantly kind of like size each other up. But then he ends up talking to Sweetie. And Sweetie at that point is kind of planting her flag and like, hey, Flav, you're getting old. I'm hoping that you're not as sexually driven as you used to be. And Flav is like, no, no, no. 
make no mistake, I'm still out here. I got a big old chicken right there. And he points at a, like, a big rooster. He's like, yeah, it's a huge cock there. And she's like, oh, a rooster. How, what do you know? And it's funny that it's sweetie because fast forward to this episode and uh, you know, more talk of big cock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe he, he made that association in her mind, uh, mm-hmm. which now we know her feelings about rooster. So then when he tries to uh, like uh, open and take the, the relationship to the next level, she's like, no way. No, not for the, the, the never, exactly. never not with you. Yeah. Might be a chicken in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, before we uh, get back to that, uh, it 2 a.m. comes around. Smiley is sleeping. Uh, she'll get her date tomorrow. Flav is going to sleep. Knock at the door. Here comes Pumpkin and Hoops, uh, 7 p.m. date and 9 p.m. date, respectively. I suspect they might have uh, continued drinking all night. Uh, they want to sleep in Flav's room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you may not get a date. So, you know, you got to make your date. You want to get your date longer yeah. amounts of time, you know. You got to fight for it. So, and the, you know, they develop a close friendship like throughout the season. So it doesn't surprise me that the two of them come in here together to get a little cuddle on. So not to be outdone, uh, similar to uh, popping in at the table in the Scarlet Tea Room. Here comes New York now, Chappelle. Yes. New York comes in in her negligee and uh, is like, hey, why are you women in the bed with my man? You. I believe she calls them both whores <laughs> mm-hmm. amongst other things. Like, look at these whores in the bed with my man. Like, so she climbs in the bed as well, not to be outdone, and grabs his hand and says, he, can't, he couldn't keep his hands off me all night because I literally slept with them with his hand yeah. in my hand <laughs> with amongst three other yeah. people. <laughs> I thought this seemed a little desperate for New York, uh, that she wasn't even in like the inner circle here, uh, that she was like uh, the, the positioning, it was... There was Hoops, there was Flav, there was Pumpkin, and then New York was like on the other side of Pumpkin. Yeah, I love it when they show the scene the next morning when they're waking up and it's like the, you know, the threesome like cuddle together and then New York you turned away from <laughs> yeah. them facing outward on the outside of the bed. Yeah, like an inch away from rolling right out yeah. of the bed and out of the room. <laughs> it's not really like part of the thing so. <laughs> yeah 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 uh thruple adjacent um mm-hmm. but uh this is another moment of pumpkin kind of raising the bar for the amount of like affection going on in the season mm-hmm. and the, one of the reasons why sweetie is so threatened is not only because her date didn't grow great you know as far as flavor asking for intimacy but pumpkin and new york and several other women have been kissing on this man every chance that they get um when pumpkin has her breakdown about being a Again, you guys might not have heard this, but a substitute teacher and a cheerleading coach, yep. Flavor Flav comes to check on her, and she's like, "You know, it was I didn't love the, I didn't mm-hmm. love the feedback." And so, within seconds, she's kissing on him. And then during their date that night, she's kissing on him. Like Pumpkin is always pushing the envelope when it comes to intimacy. And so, I was not shocked at her and Hoops. Maybe a little bit, a little bit surprised that it was Hoops with her. Yeah. Um, but like Lana said, they kind of get they become like almost like a team, a duo. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, because Pumpkin is making this move, it like emboldens people like New York and uh, Sweetie to kind of step their game up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The next day, everybody's going to be down by the pool. Flavor Flav is describing his ideal woman. Uh, I th- want to make sure I transcribed uh, these numbers correctly. 
Uh, Flavor Flav, I believe, said his ideal uh, measurements for women is uh, 94, 60, 67, 87. Does that sound right? <laughs> I, that sounds right. That yeah. sounds, I, I also didn't write that down, but yes, that, that sounds right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't believe any of the women in the house meet yes. those particular measurements. Yes, I believe he might be using the same uh, random number generator that Celebrity Net Worth uses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's entirely possible. Yeah. My, 94, yeah. What 67, 87. His, his measurements were weird, to say the least, mm-hmm. uh, but... What I thought was very funny, and everyone seemed to, was Hottie talking about her measurements. Yes. Um, because she starts off with the, her measurements with, oh, I have 38 double Ds. Mm-hmm. And it's not really a measurement. That's more like, how big are your breasts? But she's like, I got to tell you. Mm-hmm. And then she says, 38 double D, 26, 36. The 26, 36 part is what caught everybody off guard because it, it, Hottie is describing herself as what is known as a brick house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as the Commodores have said. And so um, <laughs> Goldie and all the other women are, they are laughing almost as hard as when she said she was like similar to Beyonce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. sure Flavor Flav is a 26 waist. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. We never see him without the clock. So it's mm-hmm. hard to like get a good reference size. But yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, that's one of those things where it's like as soon as she says it, you're like, that's a blatant lie. Yeah. And like Red Oyster takes a uh, great exception to uh, <laughs> those th- th- that accounting. Even Pumpkin is like, uh, as an accountant, I can tell you <laughs> those numbers seem off. I've done the math. I've done the math. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, somebody says no one in this house has a 26 waist, and I just laughed at mm-hmm. that in general. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's get to our uh, main course. Uh, that time to cook for Flavor Flav and his mom. <laughs> time to everybody has to cook mm. uh, a fried chicken, and Flavor Flav and his mom are going to then go ahead and uh, see who is going to win. And get the date. I like that Big Rick is wearing an oven timer necklace. That, that was a good play on Flavor Flav's clocks. Matic, for sure. Yes. It's, it's the theme. And we find out about Sweetie and how she has been uh, rooster pecked. She will mm-hmm. never be able to touch a chicken again. She asks, uh, can she call and have it catered? I think that was Hottie who was asking. Oh, no, I'm to, sorry. That was uh, Hottie. Yeah. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Hottie, Hottie wanted to do it. Uh, but yeah. Sweetie is still traumatized. She's never been able to touch a chicken. Mm-hmm. Has to cook, cut, you know, yeah. all this raw chicken. Very traumatic. Okay. In 30 minutes. They're like, prepare this chicken. You got 30 minutes. Go. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's not a lot of time. That's, that, that is not a lot of time. Uh, it's no wonder that some of these chickens uh, come out undercooked. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like Hoops didn't even use the recipe. She's just like, yeah, I know how to make fried chicken, like not a big deal and went for it, which is why she was done on time. Well, what was the setup here in the kitchen? Because (laughs) I feel like that there are not enough burners to be able to do this. Which is why Hottie decided to use the microwave. Yes. Being resourceful. Could you describe Hottie's uh, recipe here for the cooking the chicken? No. Mm-hmm. And here's why, because I'm not quite sure she even attempted to do anything. Like, so Heidi says, I grew up vegetarian or vegan and I'm not, I don't eat chicken. I didn't grow up eating chicken. I've never prepared a chicken before, but I'm going to make this as close to vegetarian as possible. So I'm just going to put a bunch of vegetables on and inside of the chicken. And then instead of frying it or putting it in some type of grease, 
I'm going to put it in the oven and press the chicken button, um, mm-hmm. which we all know is how you prepare a chicken in 30 minutes, obviously. Um, and so it was disgusting looking. It was completely raw. Um, <laughs> it was, it probably is, it's nastier than watching Flav eat the like red the lobster and red lobster. Like this is a disgusting thing that she does. And they're all watching her and talking crap, crap about her in her face. The thing about Heidi is that she completely commits. She's like, no, 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 I'm right. This cooking, that this chicken is not only cooked, but it's healthier than all of your disgusting chickens. And she believes what she's selling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if the marshmallows on top of the whole chicken also added to the there health. Are marshmallows element. on there? Yeah, there's like so. yeah, there's like marshmallows on top of it, and like those little um, like crunchy, like tubular crunchy things. Yeah, like those like were noodles. on top as well. Yeah. yeah, those little like crunchy noodle things. It kind of reminds me of um, those paintings that look like fruit. That's like the face, the like Italian painter or whatever. That's like kind of what it looks like. She's going for something more artistic. I love the fact that when she puts in the microwave, she's like, "Oh, there's a chicken setting." Yeah, and then perfect mm-hmm. <laughs> it's definitely not to thaw it it's to cook <laughs> the whole chicken mm-hmm. so all right flavor flav is going to have the, the chicken dinners brought out to him uh one one by one and um it's rather uh uneventful uh until we get towards uh the end um we have a uh, notable entries from uh pumpkin who uh, somehow uh, serves him a uh, somewhat raw chicken. Ooh, the oil temp must have been too high. So then that way you just like crisp the outside while the inside is still raw. Is that what happened there? Yeah. That's my guess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. None of these, almost none of these women could cook chicken just in their normal life. Like a lot of them went into this saying, I've never cooked chicken. Um, So like, I believe... um, uh, Oyster had never cooked chicken. Pumpkin had never cooked chicken. Uh, obviously, Hottie had never cooked chicken. And it's it's so weird because it's like, oh, the one thing all of you have never cooked, we're going to cook it today. For my mom, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, Flav was a little... He was forgiving for the most part about a lot of the chicken because presentation-wise, I wouldn't have eaten any of that crap except for maybe one plate. Um, mm-hmm. But he, he, he choked a lot of it down and then spit some of it out, of course. Um, but he just could not get past Heidi's big raw chicken covered in um, like noodles. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they bring it out and uh, in front of his poor mom, Liana. I know. I'm so sorry that his mom had to see that. <laughs> I don't know if that's better or worse than the church service, but um, I think definitely worse here. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite, one of my favorite quotes from this is also, um, I think comes from New York where she says like, you know, oh, how's it going? Big Rick asks, how's it going? She's like, oh yeah, I'm definitely navigating the situation. Like, <laughs> Yes. Love that quote. Uh, so yeah, uh, n- not great. The, uh, the raw chicken for a hottie. Things are not looking good for her. Uh, hoops. Has the number one chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hoops. Hoops gets the winner edit this season, right? Like there are more compelling people on television, but Hoops definitely gets like the I'm relatively normal. Um, I'm here for Flav. Mm-hmm. Um, take a shot. And and this was just a normal another situation where Hoops got to be normal and out normal everyone else. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he rarely gets bad comments. Like if there's edic. She's not getting like bad comments. A lot of the other girls aren't talking crap about her. She seems to be friends with everyone. And she thinks that's her strength. Like Flav wants somebody who can get along with everyone. That's why he sent some of us to the old folks home. That's why he sent us to play with kids. And I am kind of the person. She's like the straight man in the house. Or, you know, 
a woman. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so that's kind of, this is where she thrives in like being normal. Okay. <laughs> She's going to go yeah. for a dinner with Flav and mom. And it's a pretty uneventful uh, dinner at the re- at Soul Food restaurant. Yeah. I mean, again, this is part of Hoops being normal. So mm-hmm. there's not going to be anything outlandish. It's just about, oh, I was able to bond with Flav's mom. Flav's mom bonds with Hoops. Flav is just eating. It's not really there in the picture much. Um, so it's really about the ladies building their relationship. And, you know, you get yeah more of that winner edit from Hoops. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's uh, get to, we have uh, then some real smack talk going on. Uh, we've referenced the Shrek comments. <laughs> it's my favorite. She just says it so offhand. She's like, you know, I'm just, I really can't wait till New York goes home. I'm just tired of seeing Shrek walk around now. <laughs> so like of all the thi- I love it because of all the things to pick too. I guess when did Shrek come out? When, like, is that topical? I think it's 2000 is the original Shrek. Oh, okay. So, Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> there might have been a Shrek 3 at this point. Shrek the third. Uh, okay. Yeah. Let me more DM close shut up, the- Tim. Yeah, he'll know off the top of his head. Or you could just ask the cookie jar. Maybe it knows. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) But yeah, okay. Because otherwise, yeah, that's quite a pull. I mean, it's not that far back, but still. (laughs) You got to to try a little dinner. Chicks love that romantic crap. Shrek of love. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So Shrek 2 came out in 2004. Uh, Shrek the third uh, would not come out until uh 2007 okay all right this is probably filmed like uh sometime in the later part of 2005 yeah i mean shrek was still definitely part of the zeitgeist right like it was Mm -hmm. enough to get get a a third so i'm sure shrek is an insult that's pretty Mm -hmm. good yeah yeah Yeah. this is where all the women do the trash talking and as a male i can tell you my draw to this show was hey i saw flavor flav but also like these women are very pretty um and and i watch a lot of trash tv uh but like I feel like, like looking at these women now and seeing them tear each other apart, it's kind of, uh, I wish they weren't right. Like I wish, I wish for them, they weren't because, you know, you get off this show and I, you have a relative friendship with these people. You spent a month with them or, you know, weeks or whatever. And then the show airs and now everybody has to hear all the crap you're talking about people. And I mean, everyone is like, she's a, she's a, she's a sneaky bitch or you know, like she's like Shrek or she's Luther Vandross. Like, you, I mean, these people are tearing each other apart at every turn. Um, and that's why the show works. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy that that's the, the people attacking each other is literally why this show managed to get rebooted so many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think though to um, yeah, I, so I'm, I'm thinking about it from a 2021 perspective of like me. I loved that they tore each other apart. You know, should it have been in the, like I still want to see that though. Like I want to see drama. I want to see fighting. Uh, maybe just not over a man. Just do it. You know, in other contexts. Then I'm fine with that. My my feminist brain is able to sit okay with that. But I think what I loved about I Love New York also is that you saw the same thing, but with the men. So it mm-hmm. was you know there were bromances there, but then there was also a lot of fights and and stuff. You know, with the men as well. So trash goes both ways. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna yeah. see. Uh, Flavor Flav have to uh, make a pick. It looks like uh, that he, he telegraphs this to uh, Rick uh, and uh, says, uh, w- "What's going to happen?" Uh, Rick says, uh, "Basically, uh, hey, you got to go. You got to go." Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, uh, yeah. To I'm not sure the logistics of where the clocks go of the people that they don't select. Because I think they them. take, they yeah. did, <laughs> well, because they take the ones down, right? That then are going to go get yeah handed to the. 
the was women. that uh, <laughs> Joe Schmo where they had like a plate and then they would like uh, like throw it in the fire or something like that? I think they would do something dramatic on one of these uh, crazy shows. That sounds right. Yeah. So remember the early seasons of Big Brother, we had the like Big Brother memory wall with the keys, and then you put the keys in the box, and then if we don't pull mm-hmm. out your your key, then you're you're up for elimination. But we never. I mean, what happened to the keys? You know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> is there like some like you know like vault of all the fallen house guests? Um, I believe <laughs> Marcella says like the Big Brother grave is littered with the bodies of the people uh, whose like keys are like in a, in a box. The way no, I'm just thinking the box of all the flavor of love clocks, mm-hmm. <laughs> all the fallen contestants. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All yeah. right, clock ceremony time. Uh, comes in, sweetie or hottie is going to get the last clock. Yeah. Uh, and we know what hottie did in the competition uh, in terms of the chicken that she prepared. So it's a bit of an upset that sweetie is the one that does not get the clock. And she's pissed too. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. so sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember. We've seen a few people leave on sort of uh, more agitated aggressive terms but i think is she the first one for this season that leaves this way so this was also a big shock of like oh, she's not just gonna like go quietly into that good night she's you know she's gonna fight with him and and, and clap back and that was lovely mm-hmm. yeah um rob did you see this coming as someone who hadn't seen the episode before did you know it was gonna be sweet no was i was shocked that hottie? it wasn't hottie yeah so like for me like even in the real time I was so happy that it wasn't Hottie, right? Because, like, I love Sweetie. She's, I mean, she's gorgeous. She seems very nice. Um, but you, I mean, the television that you would miss out on if you don't mm-hmm. have Hottie, right? So, yeah. to your point about the producer and, and like interference, Hottie might not have been on the top of Flavor Flay's list, but if we could keep her around and just lose Sweetie in the meantime, fine. Um, but yeah, I just think they, they didn't know that Sweetie would have such a reaction. And in the moment, I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, it was so crazy that she reacted like that. But watching it now, she had a legitimate gripe. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm normal, one. I'm very normal. I'm trying to give you what you want and being a little bit more affectionate, even though I'm clearly uncomfortable with it. These women try to poison your mother with a like raw chicken. Yeah. One woman is literally not even talking to the rest of us. She's just walking around the house with a notepad, keeping tabs on us and telling on everybody. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is saying that she's in love with you. Yeah. And she hasn't even talked to you one time. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, but also, sweetie was, wouldn't touch a piece of raw chicken and she made him a chicken dinner. She did. She, <laughs> she, she killed a rat for God's sake. You know, like it was a very feeling of like, look, what else do you want me to do? I made a chicken for you. I've been traumatized my whole life. And you're saying, I don't like you, mm-hmm. sir. If I didn't like you, I wouldn't be here, you know? And so I felt bad for her. Just like I felt bad for serious. I just think like they both got a bad rap. Yeah. And I'm happy that she said something because they needed to hear that. Like there, there are very clearly other people here who are not for love uh, and trying to act like she's like, Oh, well, I'm not really into you. Duh. None of these women are really that into you. Some of them are just a little bit more into you than others. Other women not here for the right reasons. Sweetie was. Uh, she's very very upset. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to hear you lay out all those reasons and now thinking like, yeah, she is really justified. But I remember at the time being like, doesn't matter. Gotta go. Flav said no. <laughs> like, get out the house. Yeah. So... <laughs> Pour okay. out some champagne for her. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pour it on yeah. the floor. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a part that we didn't really talk about. But when someone is eliminated, Flav likes but first thing first, 
Flav likes to have his cake and eat it too. So he wants these women to get eliminated, but also still give him a hug and be mm-hmm. very like loving about it. It's like if you got voted out of Survivor and everybody like, and you had to <laughs> shake everybody's hand and say good game afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like that. So after every elimination, he's like, hey, show me some love. Come, come bring it in. Give me a hug. And Sweetie's like, I mean, I'll hug you, but you have to hear me when I say that this is ludicrous. And she does hug him, but you know, he doesn't take it too well. He yeah. doesn't like that you have any harsh feelings toward him. He once says, he Don't give it to me if it's not real. And mm-hmm. she's like, Stop saying that. I've been telling you everything is real. Mm-hmm. If I didn't want to hug you, I wouldn't have cooked the dang chicken. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I didn't love this exit for her, but he still poured out a little champagne in her memory right onto the marble floor. Yeah. Yeah. The den in the wide shot is covered with a towel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Big Rick's got to clean it. Somebody's going to yeah, step on that and fall. And ace yeah. at his job. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's uh, two episodes of uh, Flavor of Love. Uh, looks like that uh, Sweetie is going to miss the big trip to Las Vegas. Liana, could you give us any, any like uh, highlights? Anything memorable happen in Las Vegas? Um, so, you know, they, again, like the, they pack so much into these episodes. So the Vegas trip is like the first half of the episode. And so it's very quick. They go to the table. It's the women kind of fighting over Flav. Who's lucky. Who's not lucky. Um, cause they're all like gambling on the table. Uh, but then when they get back home, they have this really fun competition, which I thought about selecting this episode also, but it's, um, they do the five senses. So they have to flave, like uh, they have to sing for him. So it's like, you know, hearing he gets to touch them. Of course um, he gets to lick them <laughs> because you have to have taste. taste. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they get, um, they are like behind this sort of um, yeah. Like a partition thing. Yeah. Like a silhouette, like where they get right. to, yeah. Silhouette, silhouette thing. Challenge. So that's sight. So he doesn't know who's who. That was a really fun one. Yeah. Does he sniff them? I think he smells them, yeah, because smell yeah. is one of them, right? So mm-hmm. yeah. very scientific. Yeah, very scientific. Yeah, that's exactly. how you got started in science, right, Liana? I actually saw this and I was like, ah, oh, what a well-constructed study. They have mm-hmm. the controls, the placebo, like it's all, you know, it's all wrapped in there. Yeah, it's how that's I your really story. learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my original motivation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a good episode. I remember that was the episode that I fell in love with Smiley. Justice and Smiley. She should have won. A lot of these girls should have won. I think we end up seeing that Hoops is our overall winner, which again, she's the most normal, so we'll take it. Um, and then that relationship does not work out. So, you know, we get more iterations of Flavor of Love. We get, I believe, two more seasons of Flavor of Love. We get the I Love New York. We see a lot more of New York in Flavor of Love sequels um, or a sequel. And then, uh, yeah, and then Hoops goes on to, I believe she dated Shaquille O'Neal for a while. So oh. Just to bring her back. Yeah, just to bring her back to the RJP universe. Yeah. <laughs> we got, yeah, she was with Shaq. Totally here for the right reasons, right? She just happens to find a, mm-hmm. you know, super mega star basketball player. And so, she also- so Hoops, <laughs> her two romantic interests have been five foot six-ish, <laughs> five, f- flavor of Flav, and then uh, seven foot Shaq? Yeah. So she and, has uh, a type, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. do these two men have in common that just would separate <laughs> hoops from the pack? You know, that just, oh, <laughs> that she saw that nobody else saw. No, she ends up being, uh, she's in a few music videos. She has a, like, a small stint in some acting as well. Imagine that. Someone there for the right reasons, finding ulterior motives, you know, to, uh, to, to benefit from this show. I call shenanigans on everybody else being so hard on uh, Miss Serious. Uh, the previous episode. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's, I don't think it's fair. <laughs> Liana, anything else we should say about the uh, Flavor of Love series while we have you today? I think I think what really needs to be emphasized is that this is like a cast of characters, like a cast of people that the fun part is seeing them all interact with one another. And so it is about about those stars, which is why I think like if I had to put a recommendation on any show, although I feel like you have to watch the originals to watch this one is I love money. Like for me, I love money was the best of the, I love shows to come out of this era because it was solely focused on the interactions of all of the, you know, the, the fun personalities that we get to meet throughout this process. So I think that's really the takeaway. Of course, there's stuff that doesn't age well, but I still think it's fun TV. You just have to take, you know, some of the stuff with a grain of salt. Okay. Chappelle, how about for you? Any other thoughts on Flavor of Love? Uh, no. Like Leona said, this this gives birth to some of the most iconic television moments that we're ever going to get, you know? And like, I Love Money is something that in all of our publicizing the rewind, people have been clamoring for I Love Money. So I would love to talk about that in the future with you. But you can't get to that without, you know, this introduction brought to us by Liana. You have to go through mm-hmm. Flavor of Love to get to the, it's like the gateway to all of these other drugs is that and our so, ultimate uh, destination i love money yeah i wouldn't say ultimate but it's coming it's definitely coming like you can't not talk about it because you have mm-hmm. it, it encompasses so much of what this type of television was about and then you take a bunch of people who were all there for the right reasons and have them competing for money for the first time you know like to see if they're there for those right reasons um yeah so i i love this show back then it was fun to watch it now I, like I said, I don't think it ages very well, but it's still entertaining regardless. Um, yeah, so overall, I, I think this was a good stop to make on our reality TV rewatch for sure. Yeah, very fun. Yeah, I, I really am glad we did this. I that I feel like that this was uh, an, just a, another a blind spot for me that I had, and now I feel like uh, I, I, I get it. I get what's going on here, and I think that had I been watching in the real time, I would have loved it also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, consider this your crash course. Now mm-hmm. you're familiar. You've gotten a little bit of the history, so yeah, it's a good time. Okay. We should compile a list of the episodes that Rob needs to go watch because mm-hmm. there are a few episodes <laughs> of both seasons. And here's what you here's really what you need to do. You got to watch the finale of this for all the listeners who want the like the pro tips. Watch the finale of Flavor of Love because we hit the best two episodes, honestly, aside mm-hmm. from the finale. Then go watch maybe like the like I think it's like the third or fourth episode of season two. Uh, where New York is brought back into mm-hmm. the Flavor of Love house as almost like a consultant. Then watch the finale of that season and the reunion. Then you have, oh, and watch the reunion of this season as well. You can skip the third season altogether. Yeah, it's, it's not it's necessary. Not, it's not, yeah, mm-hmm. it's not canon. Oh, you can skip the third season altogether. And then we will start to compile, you know, the uh, Rock of Love and the Daisy of Love and the Real Chance of Love and all that good stuff. But you have to watch the finale and the reunion of this season and the finale and the reunion of the next season. And I'm sure there's like a YouTube compilation of both of those events. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's how you get your full flavor of love. <laughs> yes. The, the yeah. full main, the, the main course. Exactly. Okay. All right, Liana, uh, what's coming up for you? 
So Drag Race is currently on a little bit of a yachtist, but we're expecting Drag Race All-Stars to be coming back sometime soon. So keep an eye out for that. But otherwise, actively podcasting about The Masked Singer with uh, Puya. We um, are going to talk about the Spicy spicy Six. six. Yes. Um, You know, so hopefully no spicy raw chickens in that episode. But that's always a good time uh, for us. So if you're interested in that, you can check out The Masked Singer. Has Flavor Flav popped up on The Masked Singer yet? He, He would be perfect for it like he fits i think sort of in that criteria um that would be perfect some type of a comeback some type of you know yeah hey remember me i'm still around it's so shocking I, that I, he hasn't yeah mm-hmm. i think it didn't he like recently get into some type of kerfuffle with oh public enemy or something like there was some something I don't know. I don't remember. There was some drama associated with it. So I don't know. Maybe once that blows over, then he's primed for coming on the mass singer. Let's see. What sort of recent news articles uh, does he have? Okay. Uh, oh, uh, Flavor Flav uh, talking about the reality TV scene. Uh, most recent news stories. Uh, Flavor Flav wants to find Melinda Gates, a man in a new TV show. Greenlight this, VH1. <laughs> what are you doing? Yes. I was going to bring this up. Because this was sent to me by John John. Yes. John John said, Chappelle, you got to talk about this. And so I looked over the article and saw that there were some interesting things. But yeah, Flavor Flav is basically saying like, look, Melinda Gates, she's, she's getting a divorce. Uh, I'm sure she's a hot commodity to some. And I think she would have a good television show. Now, okay. would, would Flavor Flav be perfect for Melinda Gates? He says no. He says, I'm actually probably too good for her. And Ooh. I respect that. Flavor <laughs> Flav yeah. said he was for Melinda Gates. Yeah. He said it. Okay. Well, uh, what's what are we calling that? Melinda of Love? Gates of Love. G- Gates of Heaven? Yeah. Gateway Drugs. Yeah. Is there a <laughs> Windows <laughs> pun that we want to do or no? Open window. a new Win- window opening window a window. Love? love finds mm, a yeah. windows. Mm, of, love could... <laughs> 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 of Love 95. Of Love 95. <laughs> I like windows of love. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay. Yeah, and then so does she wear like like a computer <laughs> like around her neck like Flavor Flav? Is that how she like her like? Shape? Yeah, would it be a computer? Would you have a laptop? Or oh, should you have like the Windows logo? <laughs> I don't know. You get an update every time you like make it to the next round. Mm-hmm. It's like clippy. Yeah, you get email instead of tree mail. You, uh, yes, of course. Also have like the windows shutting down sound whenever you get eliminated. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So good for uh, flavor flavors to stay topical. Yeah, <laughs> he had a lot of opinions about about that uh, that breakup, but you know he knows a lot about finding love. It's kind of what it's kind of his thing. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, I trust him. Okay, yep. there you go. Um, all right, uh, then Chappelle, what's coming up for you? Ah, uh, Rob, I'm going on vacay. You yeah. know, I'm going. I'm going. I'm. I'm going to, to kick it. You know, nice. Um, yeah. You know, I got some exploring to do. Chappelle's finally gonna leave his home. I just all I do is work and you know watch TV. I hear and you. So I'm gonna take a little time to myself. So uh, I there's a non-zero chance that I'll still be on The Walking Dead this week talking about Fear the Walking Dead with Jessica Lee's. Um, you know, as usual. And then of course talking to you about the rewind at some point once yeah. we get that all figured out. Do we have uh, yeah. next week locked in yet? Not locked in, but uh, since we had Liana on, I, I figure we go in a, a similar direction and you kind of reach out to some other people who might have some insight as well into some reality shows. And so, not to spoil it, but 
we will uh we are working on something. And I'm thinking just to hint, I'm thinking we'll talk about uh punk maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh so we'll be on the lookout for some uh notable punk episodes. Yeah, I have a few in mind that are really absurd and great and kind of color the television show, but I'll talk to our potential guest and see if he has any ideas. Okay. She. All right. So, uh, so much fun here today uh, going through all of this. Of course, uh, so much else uh, going on on Robert's podcast. Of course, all of the uh, Big Brother Canada finale coverage. Also, uh, Circle finale coverage as well. Uh, not to mention uh, my uh, look back at the 23rd best season of Survivor, Survivor, Vanuatu. Chappelle, I noticed that you were very vocal this week about how uh, Vanuatu too low. You like uh, Survivor Vanuatu? Yeah. Well, You're a big I just Vanuatu don't to... guy? Look, Vanuatu is too low. Yes. Um, because, and I've been spoiled on what's coming up next. Yeah, lower than Vanuatu. That should definitely be lower than Vanuatu. I don't care. And I wasn't that vocal. I had two tweets, which is a little bit for me. But mm-hmm. people were responding and asking me how I felt. And I agreed. I guess I think the people might have, you know, got this one wrong. I think America might have voted, you know, and mm-hmm. they let the edit kind of confuse them. But yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to listen to the Vanuatu coverage. I haven't gotten to it yet. Okay. All right. Uh, Bro, what did you think? What did I think? I, I thought 23rd. I think Vanuatu should not complain about being 23rd in the rankings. I will complain for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. But 23rd was just fine for Survivor Vanuatu. Just wrong opinions. Just mm-hmm. It's just something about wrong opinions. You know, Liana, do you feel me? Wow, Chappelle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, clearly your campaign failed. So it's really only you to blame. It was for- two tweets. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I guess All I right. should have turned it up a notch. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. Uh, take care. Have a good one. Bye. Support for this podcast comes from our friends over at Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and it's hard work, but you know it's easy bundling with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. That's a good thing, too. You're busy enough. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. Hey, movie lovers. Who needs a theater when you have Pluto TV? Grab your popcorn and your streaming device because free movies are here. Pluto TV is your home for movies. Great movies are playing anytime in over 20 exclusive movie channels of action, horror, rom-coms, and more. Watch hits like Saving Private Ryan, Pretty in Pink, and Charlie's Angels all for free. No signups, no fees, no contracts, ever. Download the free Pluto TV app on any device.